Hey, what's going on, guys? Before we start tonight, I want to remind you that tonight's episode is brought to you by Quality Over Quantity Farms. If you guys are looking for CBD or THC products that won't break the bank, this is the place to go. Again, enter promo code RAMBLING to get 20% off at checkout. So, company, once again, is Quality Over Quantity Farms. It's a company based in Connecticut. It is Latina-owned, so, of course, the Rambling Alcoholics give it its approval and thumbs up because, you know, I'm a consumer as well, too. So, go check them out. And without further ado, here's episode 163. Just be sorry. Think for one fucking second. What the fuck are you doing? Are you professional or not? This podcast is intended for mature audiences. Views and opinions expressed are of these dumb motherfuckers. So any sensitive fuck remember they're drunk, and possibly gay, or maybe even bi, <laughs> and like to ramble the fuck on. So take that. What is happening, folks? Welcome to another episode of the Rambling Alcoholics Podcast, episode. Rambling. 163. 63. I'm sitting next to, well, I'm not sitting next to, I'm sitting across from my <laughs> heterosexual life mate, my friar. And the holy music plays in the background, Friar Lou. How's everybody tonight? It's, it's getting close to the Irish, though. Right, that's like, pretty close. Yeah, I'm, me close. I'm practicing. <laughs> Keep me close. Uh, and we're missing a person if you guys heard our Instagram thing and if you guys have. Listen to last week's episode. Mr. Escalante is not here in the building tonight. Escalante. He's in uh, somewhere in Texas. I don't know. I'm not going to really fucking name every state. Every uh, every state in every Texas. St- <laughs> state in Texas. Every state in Texas. Yeah. No, I'm not. He's somewhere. I think he's in Houston or. No, he's in Austin. San Antonio. You keep forgetting where the fuck he's at. He's man. in Victoria, Texas. <laughs> he's in somewhere in Texas. That's always he's, he's, he's any, anywhere but where he needs to be. So Exactly. So it's me and Mr. Lou tonight, you know. You know, the fucking inmates of the asylum were taking over. Exactly. Even though we're actually the ones that run the show. Pretty <laughs> much. <laughs> you know, how you been? I've been pretty good, man. Pretty, uh, one of those one of those great, uh, I want to say great, but it was definitely a damn good week this week. Mm-hmm. It wasn't It wasn't like the week before where I was just like dying for it to end. This week went pretty quick. It did. My week went pretty good, too. I'm not going to complain. I did a lot of work when it came down to the podcast shit, but I... I feel like I'm, I was able to... You called it, by the way. What? First song I'm going to play in our Irish countdown this week. <laughs> Fucking you too. Well, that's the first one. There's there's, there's others. <laughs> it's, it's you too. That's all that matters. Um, no, this week I felt more relaxed. I felt like I I, I wasn't just doing anything. Oh, bro, stop recording. So if you guys hear that, Mr. Lou once in a while will say stupid things like that because he's recording a fucking... He's recording a compilation of behind-the-scenes shit here. Um, no, no, no. So... This week I did I did geek in geek out I did uh, two episodes of J and B Ray, I did the two youths and I'm doing this but I still found time to enjoy my time and just sit on the couch, watch TV, um, chat up with my wife. I my uh, I went out on Wednesday we when we recorded the St. Patrick's Day episode right right. Have you we both had to go somewhere yeah we were like fucking in a hurry so yeah. first of all everyone goes you guys seem like you guys were in a hurry well we had shit to do we'll, yeah, we, we'll we talk did. about that we did. For, well, my 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 reason was uh, my wife's uh, cousin's birthday was on Wednesday, St. Patty's Day, so we all went into a Mexican restaurant, mm-hmm. and I hadn't seen them in a while. That makes sense, Mexican <clears throat> restaurant, St. Patty's, Patty's Day. Day. Yeah, no, right, of course, no, yeah. fucking. So <laughs> they were all saying, "Hey, 
I'm surprised you came. And I'm like, well, why? Because every time we do an event, you're not here. And I don't, I didn't know they know I do podcasting. They're like, yeah, you're always doing your, your radio thing, they call it. Oh, your radio thing, right. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm doing my radio thing. Yeah. And they, they were kind of bagging on me about like, you know, that I don't have time, which is actually true. Anybody that knows me knows what I do behind the scenes. Right. I'm always busy. So this week it was actually good because after we did the show, I went and did my thing Thursday. I chilled out with the with the tyrannical teabagger, TTB Chubbs. <laughs> the tyrannical teabagger. And and we recorded. That name sounds funny to me because I don't even think, and, and no disrespect, there are TTB Chubbs, but I don't think you can actually bend your knees at this point. <laughs> well, because of his knee injury, I don't think he can at the moment either. But no, no, I, I this week felt more relaxing. I felt like I was able to, my, my podcast life and my real life were able to blend together to a point where I didn't feel like I had to choose between one or the other. There you that go. was my week, and I felt good about that. Well, that's good for you to feel like that because you know why? It just is. <laughs> that, I mean, how was your week? I mean, I said my week right now. Um, you you had to leave early from yeah, Wednesday I did too. too. The reason why is because my daughter started soccer now. Daughter. Stutter. She started soccer again, and mm-hmm. and uh, it was pleasant for that. The fact that I got to see my little one run around again. She's been wanting to jonesing to get the fuck out of the house and actually do something. So um, yeah, the Monday because they practice twice a week, Monday and Wednesday. Monday she was. Done. I mean, she was done like 30 minutes in. That's how bad out of shape she's been, the Shit. poor thing. But on Wednesday, she was a hell of a lot more uh, active. I mean, she's been active anyways. I mean, she's once she kind of warmed up, she was all into it and stuff. And another reason is because uh, soccer mom's daughters also play on the team. So it was cool to see them all running around. And it was cool for me to, you know, hang out with soccer mom a little bit during the week. As opposed to, you know, just kind of like when I get to so see So she's her. not that embarrassed of you that she's willing to be seen with you during the week <laughs> instead of just the weekends like before. Well, when I say that I got to see soccer mom, you know, I'm like at one side of the field and she's like way over that. Okay, so it's not like you actually saw her. She, was, she still kind of keeps that distance like, why is the awkward man waving at you? I don't know. <laughs> they're, all, they're all like, didn't you say you were dating somebody? Yeah, you know. Yeah, he's not here right now. <laughs> what does he do? I heard he does like radio or something. Yeah, something like that. Something like radio, that. Radio, yeah. It's in KLOS. There you go. <laughs> no, she actually introduced me to, I mean, a lot of them I already kind of knew because, you know, I had gone to several The banquet events. thing, yeah. Right. So they, they kind of recognized me from there. So I think they were surprised to see me back. <laughs> They were like, "Oh, it's you. <laughs> you lasted. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're and you're still a soccer mom. Oh shit. <laughs> Thought this COVID thing would have called it in. There you go. But um, no, I mean, it was it, it was kind of that was kind of cool for me because I you know I, I enjoy hanging out with her and yeah. stuff. And shout out to soccer mom. Shout out to soccer mom. And yeah, I mean, it was it was um, it was a really good positive week. I can't I can't complain. So. It, actually, that you're right. I think that's a great way to. Summarize both our weeks. It was a very positive week. It was. And, it's, uh, yeah. It was. I mean, I, I actually enjoyed our, um, I actually enjoyed our, uh, our uh, little Wednesday thing here because it was just like, wham, bam, gotta go. <laughs> it, but it went smooth. It was no technical difficulties. <laughs> no, you were good this time. Everything went, everything went well. It's okay. I mean, like right now we're experimenting with this GoPro thing. And so hopefully, you know, I know how to use it once I get home. I've, I've watched like four tutorials already. To become an expert? Well. <laughs> but you know, no, can I ask you a question here? Sure. Sure, you sure, think sure. you have something to say? No, the, the four go. tutorials all had the same title. How to how to use a GoPro. I've never used a GoPro. I have no clue how these things are going. Same good. here. Today, I, I just discovered that, it, you know, you can voice activate the thing. And so everything is you, cool. You've been, super, you've been playing with that shit the whole time. Pretty much. I, I took it to work. <laughs> and I'm sitting there watching fucking, uh, I'm watching fucking, uh, 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 uh 
you know, YouTube videos all day long on how to use this thing. So, yeah. And by the way, since just to kind of reiterate, all the artists that we're playing tonight, or at least most of them, Irish. And the reason why, because we couldn't play this on YouTube for our St. Patty's Day episode, because YouTube's a piece of shit. Yes. Even though, you know, you know, putting our shit out there. But yeah. they're a piece <laughs> of shit because you can't play your own product because exactly. we don't own the... We don't own the intellectual or copyright to the to the music or to the property. Even if you play my songs, yeah. because I own the intellectual property of that, and I totally own everything. So, so. no, so I was watching a podcast, and they were playing. They were in a movie, and they had the the, the written permit and verbal permission of the director to play the movie on their show, like to play like the scenes that they were in. Right. YouTube still took them down because you were copywriting a property that you did not own, even though. They've already filed a petition saying, look, we were in this movie. Here is a letter from the director and the, the motion picture, wherever they were, the production company, yeah, yeah, that yeah. okayed it. And they still, so to this day, they can't play it. So even, even if we were to play your own music and we were to physically show them all the proper things you did to own the, which you own the music, <coughs> YouTube would still give us the biggest runaround and they would just never let us air that episode. We would even play. if I were to tell them, hi. I'm the owner, proprietor. I it's my intellectual property. Don't fucking matter. What do they need then? I have no. I'm 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 waiting to see what these guys do because I know that that was been their biggest fight. So I'm waiting for what these guys are gonna do because they they were like we were in this movie. What the fuck? Like why can't we put the movie out here? Right. We own it. We made. It. They paid for the movie. So that they, they're like they were contributors to the movie. The guy directed it, you know, distributed it. They just paid to make the movie, and they were not allowed to put it. A fucking two-minute scene that they were in, like they it was a compilation of all the scenes they were in, which came out to like two minutes and thirty minutes, two minutes and thirty seconds, and they couldn't put it out. They got flagged down by YouTube because you don't own it. You don't own it. But you do. But I own it, and so I, I, you know, it's uh, just a fickle thing, dude. Just, just like for example, the the theme song to the show, I own that. Yeah. But I am happy to to share it. With I'm you. surprised they haven't taken us down because I use the YouTube. I use the two youths. I mm-hmm. use your song. Right, right. I'm surprised they haven't. Which taken is us. also on the album. Yeah. You know that that song's on there. Maybe so, we'll try it out. We'll try it out. Let's see what happens. I mean, we're for a fairly new YouTube, so we'll, we'll try it out. Maybe, maybe they'll give us like a strike three, straight. You know, three strikes rule. <laughs> I don't know. That uh, just seems kind of ridiculous to me. That's just kind of stupid. I say. And the thing is, you can't talk to me. Everything's fucking automated. So it's not like you can actually speak to someone physically on YouTube and go, hey, excuse me. And no, it's everything's an automated via email. Automated? No. Just like the Guitar Center thing? Yeah, that was fucking ridiculous. Mm. Thing is that I've kind of called them a lot over the years, so I knew who to kind of get a hold of. <laughs> I saw that. I'm like, damn, who the fuck is he calling? He's already tried someone calling? Yep. Um, no, so to ask you a question, so you said you watched four tutorials on the GoPro, right? Yes. So what do you say to the viewers and viewers, the listeners? that have listened to you say in this show specifically, when we say just because you've seen videos of how to read an autopsy report, doesn't make you an autopsy expert. Sure. So to me, it's not the same, but you know, there's going to be that one idiot. that's going to be like, Oh, so you're saying that you're a GoPro expert because you've seen four fucking tutorials. Not at all. I, I, I would consider myself still incredibly novice on this. Same here. When I do the podcasting, I watch videos, how to do podcasting, how right. to do, I'm still a novice. I'm not an expert. I, I by no means I would claim to be an expert either. Right. I, I mixed and mastered a whole album. Doesn't make you an expert. Eight, exactly. And still, I would not think... I mean, mm-hmm. when you listen to it, it sounds good. You're not Phil Spector. Right. Exa- well, I, I wouldn't call myself <laughs> Phil Spector anyways. <laughs> but but, I'm, well, but what I'm saying is I still wouldn't... I still am very doubtful of my skill yeah, yeah. Uh, on on that particular thing. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, no, I mean, the, 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 the reason why... I just kind of wanted to know how to 
do the basics. Mm-hmm. Really, that that that's it. You know, all this other shit that people do. I mean, I know how to use uh, Final Cut because I, I was trained on that a while back. Mm. I was actually trained on Avid, which was one of the first editing uh, bays that they had way back when. And then, you know, Apple, of course, seeing, hey, that looks good. Let's try it. And so they did their own Final Cut. Um, but with this, no, I mean, there's a difference. Because I know that, for example, with Conspiracy Boy, he likes to, you know, say YouTube this, YouTube that. He told me one time, yeah, I find YouTube very useful when he's trying to do scientific shit in 10-minute videos. That's a whole different fucking thing because you can't explain a scientific theory in 10 minutes in a video that's obviously chopped up and one-sided. You know, you can't ask questions. You can't sit there and, for example, he tells me, well, I fixed my refrigerator. Well, that's good. I could do that. I I, go, I've used it for a couple of right. projects. Yeah, 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 exactly. And I've used it for how to, or how to, uh, how to master I saw, I think, every single fucking tutorial that they had on there. Still doesn't make me an expert, but it got me through enough to where I knew what I was doing. You know, where I could figure, okay, this sounds good. This is how it's going to sound, right? Mm-hmm. So, mastered. Um, but, for example, like I like as an example that I put to him, I go, okay, I go, so you think that that uh, that YouTube's terrific for everything. I go, so the next time you just, you need medical attention, like a surgery or something, come to me. I'll pop it in on, on YouTube, and then I'll figure out how to... Take out your spleen or, or fix your liver and shit. What did he say? He didn't say nothing. Of course, he avoided that thing. He always says that I always skew. I go, I never skew. I hit you direct. You just don't like the answer I'm giving you. So then he's fucking, of course, totally ignored that. Mm-hmm. And and like for example, another thing that he did is he gave he sent me a, a meme of the Universal Studios uh, movie logo from mm-hmm. 1932 or something like that, which is a globe. Flat. Yeah, oh. which is a globe. With a plane going around her, and it says Universal. It goes, well, how did they know it was round back then? And I'm like, they've known it's been fucking round since the days of the Greeks. Way the fuck, <laughs> you know? He's like, well, how, how did they know it? I go, I, I go. You're gonna tell me that all the fucking maps that they did back in the day that were accurate as fuck don't count because you couldn't see it? Well, I could show you a lot of other maps that did exactly, but the majority of those maps were corrected, you know? For example, when they hadn't discovered the Americas yet, of course you're gonna have a fucking skewed map where all you saw was Europe, you know. But when this, when you know Vasco da Gama and all these other guys started fucking exploring the Americas, those maps were pretty right on, and yeah. nobody was fucking looking at him on YouTube or on fucking uh, uh, some sort of you know, I'm gonna go in the sky and check it all out and shit. I'm gonna make myself my own homemade YouTube rocket, <laughs> and I'm gonna blast myself up to make sure that the Earth is flat. Exactly. So, uh, you know, I mean, YouTube is useful to me as far as like tasks like this, how to fix something. Home maybe. improvement shit. Yeah, home improvement, how to work something. You know, I'm I'm down with that. I I I I primarily use YouTube for three reasons. For what? To watch dumb shit. <laughs> for home improvement. And when it comes to stuff like for the podcast, for YouTube, especially now that we're venturing into the YouTube area, sure. so I use it for like stuff like how can I do it, the lighting, the how do I make it more visually, uh, is it pleasurable for the for people? To, uh, uh, more visually, yeah, satisfying. Yeah. So there you go, satisfying for the fans. That's what I use it for. I don't use it to research it. You don't see me going. Fuck, I have a lump on my ball. Let me see me YouTube this motherfucker. Let's see if I can remove it myself. <laughs> yeah, I mean, let, me see, let me see if I can make my own like x-ray machine so I can see if I got... Let me get my own sonar machine and see if I got any lumps in my no, balls. I, I mean, to me, the, really what I use it for is just to kind of get the ball rolling for me. Yeah. You know, that's kind of it. And then from there, I explore and figure mm-hmm. it out myself. You just kind of want to know the terrain. Exactly. And then you work it like, well, when I got the interface, you, you taught... Oh, shit. You taught me some of the things. Right. 
But you can't, you know, you don't live here with me, so it's not like going to happen. <laughs> and it's not like I was going to bother every fucking day about it. I had to YouTube how to work the interface. Exactly. And how to, and especially how to connect it to the GarageBand and how to master it without having to buy the software that you want me to buy. Right. And so far, you know, I, I YouTubed it. They, they showed me the terrain. And I've been experimenting. And so far, so good. Fans have not complained about the sound of the show. Who's going to complain? I so I mean, com- compared to episode seven to to now, it's a huge fucking improvement. Hey, hey, who's gonna fucking complain? Eh? No one's gonna fucking complain. The cult leader's complain. not gonna let you fucking complain. That's who's gonna fucking gonna complain? complain? Hey, hey, you fucking complaining? Ooh. Fuck you. Is it Van Morrison? <laughs> yes, it is. Cause you know why? He's Irish. He's Irish. He's in fucking Mick. He's a fucking Mike May. Why do they come up with Mick? Because a lot of their last names are Mick this, Mick that. Yeah, that's true. You know, so they call him Mick's. You know? It makes a lot of sense, though. The first time I remember hearing that and fucking laughing my ass off, of course, was The Godfather. That movie. I don't care how many Dago, Guinea, what, Greaseball, Goombas come out of the woodwork. I'm German-Irish. Well, let me tell you something, my Kraut Mick friend. Well, you listen to me, my Kraut Mick friend. Kraut Mick friend. You get the fuck out of here. My crowd make friends. That's ah, the, shit, I remember that. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, that's, that's pretty racist, but it's still fucking funny. It like, actually is fucking funny. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. But it's hilarious. I mm. uh, I know every goddamn Jew lawyer in New York. I ain't um, heard of you. Yeah, I know. I'm German Irish. So well, listen to me here, my crowd make friends. <laughs> so, what'd you do this weekend? <laughs> this last weekend? Yeah, this past week. What'd you do? Um. So, so I had my daughter, and we went uh, at least on Saturday. Took her to a birthday party, and then we went to, um, then we went to, uh, then soccer mom came over, and we went to dinner, came back stuffed. <laughs> so you stuffed her? Huh? No, I didn't, no, we were, we were totally uh, stuffed. And I was going to say, then you stuffed her. No, it was one of those where you're like, mm, belly was way too fucking full, dude. But, uh, then Sunday, what did we do? We went... The fuck was that, bro? I don't know, dude. Probably after a while, it tells you you need to turn me on. Scary me, dude. (laughs) I know that too. His GoPro made a fucking noise, ladies and gentlemen. Continue (laughs) with your story, fig. So I um. So uh, so on. We went to go have breakfast, and what did we go eat? We went. uh, Trying to remember the fuck. Oh, we went to this fucking cool place called Toast. Which is out in, uh, if you go up Whittier, then you make a, by, by where by where we went to go eat sushi. This place called Toast out there. By First, Whittier and First. So like almost like a, to- like literally toast with avocado thing and then you put an egg well, on Well, yeah, it. but the place is fucking terrific. Everything's toast, right? Well, well yeah, but we ate French toast. She ate a, a, like a regular French toast. And I ate this like fucking, of course, you know, with fruit and all this other yeah, shit. Yeah, I've been there, I've been there. Yeah, it's fucking great. And we came back stuffed as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, and, um... Do we walk around? I don't remember if we walked around, but I know that we just kicked back on my sofa for a while. And <laughs> we actually brought this up yesterday, uh, or I'm sorry, on Wednesday for soccer because um, everybody was talking about Netflix uh, documentaries. Mm-hmm. And she's like, let's watch that one. It's called Murder of the Mormons or some shit oh, like that. Oh, shit. I mean, we need to watch that. That's Dude, fun. that was awesome. It like was, what, three episodes, two it's episodes? three episodes, okay, but okay. it was fucking great. Oh, she sure. she later said it was like, all right, but I'm like, no, you liked it because it, she thought, I, she thinks she wanted to just kind of get to the chase. 
But it's fucking terrific, man. You never knew Mormons were going around killing each other like that in the end. It was like the fucking mob, dude. It's awesome. Oh, I gotta watch it. <laughs> no, the one I started watching, and I finished it on Wednesday before you got here. Uh-huh. America's best barbecue. No, I've never seen that. Dude, they do all they. So it's like, but you get twelve competitors. First day, you got to do your famous dish, and it's all barbecue. This guy's doing briskets, ribs, all this shit. Uh-huh. And. Every every episode is a new uh, new way to do it. So, I think one of the episodes you had to do roadkill. Roadkill. You had to barbecue roadkill. Jesus. Like possum, squirrels, lizards, gators, rabbits, uh, fucking a shitload of things. Why why are you watching that for, dude? Hey, they did some good ass fucking things, dude. And at the end, the final two had to literally barbecue a full pig. Oh, see that that sounds delicious. Uh, I I've seen that shit. I've seen that stuff, and I've I've been at a uh, locations where or not locations, but I've been at parties where they yeah, then they yeah. yeah. Well, I was telling I was telling uh, my wife. I never kidding. realized that that's where a pork chop came from. Where where I was like poking it out of. I'm like, oh shit, dude. I like pork chop. So, I like pork. It's my I, favorite. I, I love pork too. Yeah, so I was telling I was telling my wife like technically Coach Can Q says as soon as this whole thing is over. I remember the the last time I talked to Coach in person when we were doing the whole COVID thing. He said he wants to literally do a whole fucking pig. I'm down with that. I'm down with I told my wife. And my wife looked at it. She's like, oh, my God, the pig. But then when they were fucking cooking it and she was watching the way they were cooking and they were, they were doing the dry rub and all the injection when they were injecting with the fucking things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like, wow. And I'm like, I would eat it. And I'm like, yeah, dude, coach said he was going to fucking do one, dude. Grandma used to stick fucking big ass full pig heads in a big ass pot. I used to remember that. I used to turn around in the kitchen. And see this and fucking snout. pig head, yeah, come out of the fucking the pot. Snout and yeah, he's like, me like he this. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Have I'm, you ever had pig feet? Uh, yes, and I'm not a big fan. Why not? Pig feet's fucking good, I'm dude. I'm not a fan, fool. Fuck is wrong with you? I bet you like chicken feet then. Huh? You like chicken feet? Huh? I used to like chicken feet, Ooh. not anymore. How do you? How do you not? How do you eat chicken feet? But you can't eat pig feet, fact. Because uh, the fuck is I'm wrong with sorry. you? Sorry. My mom likes fucking pig feet. I'm, I'm yeah, that's why. That's why I ate it at. Yeah, pig a, feet's fucking good, dude. Not a fan. You're fuck you, dude. Not a fan. But guess what? It's not a fan of you. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a fan of you. I'm not funny. I'm not funny you either. <laughs> and so my weekend this uh, this past Saturday. Yeah, they're gonna try to cancel uh, Porky Pig. For what? Because you know he stutters. Oh, because he's fat. <laughs> he's fat and he stutters, right? And so now, oh, that's not fair to pigs. Wait, what? <laughs> Cancer coaches can't. Well, I mean, we had that big serious discussion last week about I know. it. I really don't want to go down that road, bro. Come on, bro. I know. I didn't. I I, I thought we got a little too serious and shit, but hey. Well, know. people thought we kind of did, but it was kind of like, well, it's, it, it's good to once in a while go to get a little serious because you can joke a much, you can joke around as much as you can, but let's be honest. Sometimes you have to, you gotta have these serious conversations. Exactly. And when you when you listen to other podcasts or other ones, and they're trying to give you their, they're trying to. F- Fucking feed you their fucking narrative. Look, we're giving it to you the way we think about it. If you disagree, right. you disagree. You agree, you agree. But we're not gonna sit here and judge you for it. Exactly. If you wanna, if you agree about the canceling, great. Let us know about it. But be prepared that if we're listening to you, you have to listen to our side. Exactly. It's not gonna be a one-sided thing where you're just gonna say it and it's fucking word. It ain't gonna be word. I, That's the thing about this podcast. This podcast, like yeah. I said, I let you speak, and I sometimes with Mister Lou, I don't agree with him. 
But I, I at least give him the right to say what he needs to say, and Mr. Lou then will come back and say it, and I'll do the same thing. Listen to him. That's called a discussion. They, oh, that, oh, that's what it's called. <laughs> I wondered what it was called. It's called, in, back in my day, Sonny, we called that a discussion. That makes a lot of sense, sir. Oh, Jesus Christ. There's a pig's feet over there if you want it. Uh, so this weekend, I had a date night with my wife. I took oh, her I to... Oh, I like, you had a date? Did your wife know about this? Oh, yeah, shit. yeah, she was... So I took her to uh, L.A. They had the Stranger Things fucking drive-thru. Oh, that's right. I saw that on, on Dude, the Dude, it yeah. was so good. Did you ever watch Stranger Things yet? No. Oh, I know where we went to go. So so, just to kind of backtrack. Yeah, backtrack. It's yes. interrupting you fucking rude yeah, bastards. Sorry. <laughs> we, we backtracked. To, we, ate, we ate dinner when she when uh, Soccer Mom got there. We were stuffed the whole fucking weekend. When we got, we, we ate actually at the pho and sushi place that they're in uh, Whittier. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she, the pho was so fucking huge, dude, that, that I, 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 I gave it the old try. And gave it the old college try? Dude, but it was, it was, it was, it was a futile attempt at, at, uh, at trying to finish. The pho fucked you. Oh, fuck yeah, I did. And it, and so we, bo- she had a big old uh, Sapporo. I did too. And uh, she finished hers. I did. I barely finished mine, but she didn't even get halfway through her fucking pho because she was like stuffed. She was like, no. She ordered, I think, some sushi too before that. But the pho knocked her out, man. It was it was huge. We thought we just got the regular bowl, which was the smaller one. And it's basically a bowl where you both could eat. You even. could fuck. She and I could have shit in that bowl for a week and it wouldn't have overflowed. It would have made a dent. It would not have made a fucking dent. What's the name of that song? That song is called Waiting by a band called The Devlins, who are from... Devlin. Ireland, the Devlins. The Devlins. Okay. This song was the opening or the final song in the very first episode of Six Feet Under. Okay, I knew that sounded fucking familiar. I'm like, right. wait, wait. I've heard this song from somewhere. Right. And I go, I was like, wait, what is? What is the name of the song? Okay, it makes more it's sense. It's called Waiting. And later, I'm going to play another song by them that was also in a movie. I'll check it out. Yes. Hey. I got I got a bag full of tricks here, dude. See, enough Irish music. I have on. enough Irish music to put us through the fucking show, man. All right. I mean, hopefully. Um, so, again, took my wife out to L.A., downtown L.A., to do the, the Stranger Things drive-thru. Great experience. I, I was I was wondering how the fuck they were going to work this whole thing out. Right. But, yeah, it's in a parking lot. And they basically converted the parking lot into this fucking, like, interactive like live thing where you're literally going and they're basically summarizing the whole fucking season last season for you. Oh, are they? Dude, so like if you didn't know, so like let's say you forgot about the last season, uh-huh. this whole fucking thing reminds you of it. They're like, don't, don't make you remember. Yeah, and, <laughs> and no, because remember we were like, oh shit, you forgot he died, huh? Oh shit, yeah, he was in this episode. <laughs> are you fucking reading? Like, it's very interactive because uh, there's a scene where you're going to this Russian base and they literally have fucking Russian soldiers and they're like looking at your. They're like literally with their flashlights looking in, and they're like, "Get going." And they're go, they're like down to, it. and then they have character. They have the characters, the lookalike characters. Uh-huh. It wasn't that bad. Um, my wife bought the VIP thing, so they took a picture of us because uh-huh. technically it's a high school reunion, Jan- July nineteen eighty five, say uh, Haw- um, so Hawkins High School reunion. So you, they're literally driving you as like you're doing a, a drive through high school reunion, hmm. and then they give you a bag full of goodies, and I like candy. So they gave me two of my favorite candies. They gave me my red vines. Okay. Oh, I'm not a big fan of red vines. How the fuck are you not a big fan Sorry, of red vines? Sorry, dude. I bet you like the black vines, don't you? No, I don't like licorice to begin with. Oh, fuck out of here. I'm dude. serious. And then they gave me a bag full of gummy bears. Oh, so gummy bears will go. Dude, I fucking chowed. And yeah. then, but what, they, what else do they got? They got Kit Kats. She's like, what else? And I'm like, that's it. 
I like Kit Kats. So they gave us a licorice, Kit Kats, gummy bears, and I think uh oh, and they gave us these little cassette players. Oh, nice. But they're speakers, so like literally, it's in a cassette tape, and you pull it out, and it's literally a speaker. It's fucking loud, dude. Nice. And they gave us that, and then we did the whole fucking thing, and my wife was like, "So you went for the swag." I went for the fuck. I like the swag, but I like the experience too. Experience pretty good. And at the end, um, I was like, it's still kind of early. And I'm like, I like the experience too, dude. All three of the records are fucking great. Yeah, they were pretty good too. <laughs> good band. Um, and at the end, I was like, it's still early. And I'm like, you don't want to go home? I'm like, nah. And originally, I, I told I saw that picture too. I thought that was cool. I told her originally, like, if we were done, we were going to go to your parents' house to go eat. So when I hit up beer, is there any food? He was like, nah, it's like table scraps over here. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck it. Let's go to Fat Sal's in Hollywood. So we, I drove her to Fat Sal's and, you know. See, I, I was, uh, I saw that picture and I was actually going to give you a call. And what uh, would you want? Because we were at the foot place. I thought, hey, maybe we could meet up Ooh. at the foot place and go have a beer or something. I uh, should. I mean, afterwards, we could have gone for get beer. I just ate and we drove back home. We we're like, what do you want to do? And I'm like, my mom, I, I'm like, I don't know if anything's open. I'm like, just, just go home. We have beer at the house. You could have gone to my place. We could have just had some beer and shit. I don't know what the fuck you were doing. I should have hit you up. I seriously yeah. should have. Yeah, because we went home. I had a beer, you know, I, I, me and her finished a beer, and we went back into the room and started watching America's Barbecue and shit, <laughs> and we both knocked out. Luckily, I like the TV, because it has kind of like, if it's if it goes like an hour without you moving or anything, it just shuts off. I have it on kind of shut off. We knocked out with the TV just shutting off on us. Did we knock out? And then Sunday, we went. I told you I went to uh, Ashley's Furniture to go buy a bedroom set. Right, right. Which was originally supposed to be B-Ray's dresser, which... <laughs> B-Ray doesn't have a dresser to this day. Oh, B-Ray. <laughs> B-Ray's going to be living off a of box from this. <laughs> Sorry, B-Ray. B-Ray's going to be living in those fucking uh, do-rags with a stick like the old bums used to. <laughs> Seriously, dude. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. But now, that was my weekend. That was actually my weekend. I mean, No, so like I said, we, we went back home and, I, and we were watching. Yeah, we saw that one. Did we see another one? I think we saw another one. Fuck, my memory's starting to fucking fade. But, um... But what did we see? We saw the Mormon ones, which I thought was fucking hilarious. I still gotta watch that. It's nuts, man. It's fucking nuts. I bet. It is. It's nuts. But yeah, um, what else did I... Oh, I finished watching the Woody Allen one myself. Okay, I still haven't seen that one yet. Dude, that's... It, it, it's, it's, it's a rough watch, man, because, you know... Again, you can't discount this chick that, that's, you know, the, the daughter that's it's making these accusations. Yeah, you can't discount her because, you know... You don't know. I mean, the only two people that really know what happened there was her and him, and they, you know, and it's and it's, you know, I don't know. I mean, some of the some of the recordings. I mean, listen, I don't, I don't, um, I admire people and I admire more mostly their work. You know, I mean, everybody, know, you know, anybody that knows me about musically knows that I'm a huge John Lennon fan. But they always point out, well, he used to beat up his wife and he used to do this, and I'm, like, you know, that's not why I'm following him. You know. I, I don't I don't follow him because of his personal life. I didn't go out and marry a Japanese woman. I didn't go out there and you know leave kids behind and you know trying to redeem myself as a father later. His personal life is, has nothing to do with why I admire him. It's his art, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah I get you. you know, I a, completely agree. You know, and I and I feel the same thing about Woody Allen. But but if this is true, you know about child molestation, that's a hard one to swallow. Real, yeah, yeah. You know that that's a hard one for me to just sit there and you know. You know, how do you, how do you how do you account for that? You know, how do you in the sense of you? How do you account to supporting this man's work, knowing that while he was do while he was filming some of the great work that you admire him doing, yes. he was out there fucking you know fondling younglings. It's it's is uh, that is that kind of where you're like in that situation? Like, 
by support, do you think by being supportive of his work, you were also knowing that he was doing that shit in the background? Well, yeah. I mean, it's kind of like what I say about it's kind of like what I say about, for example, why I don't buy shit at at a Chick Fil A, or why I don't use uh, Uber because those two organizations donated money to Trump back in the day. This is why I stopped using Suavecito as a as a as a pomade because they donated ten million dollars or something like that to to the Trump campaign. I can't support that because I know that that's where my money's going. Yeah, so I you mean, know? you're like slowly supporting that. Either. Exactly. So I, I know that I can't do it and I won't do it, you know, so I don't buy those products. If somebody else, you know, buys uh, Portos, because then Portos is another one. Portos is a big Yeah, yeah we gave you shit about it because there were a couple of times when we first recorded here in this house, we would buy Portos and you'd be eating it and we're like, bitch, why are you eating it if you don't support Portos? And, and, you, the, and you said, I didn't buy it. I didn't buy it. Exactly. Hey, somebody else wants to be stupid enough to buy it. I'll eat it. So basically, I buy it. so if I would have buy an Uber, like, I mean, hey, I'm gonna get an Uber. Nope. I go. Well, I don't know. That'd be a tough one for me. So too. you're not paying for it though. No, I mean, I would probably have the same uh, the same uh, idea that I have about the portals. But if you're asking me to fucking buy it, no. If I go, I go. Hey, let's go to the next bar. It, you know, it's my my trip to pay for the ride here. I'm gonna be called Uber. Yeah. Are you gonna be like? Nah, good sir. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a lift. Well, I'll tell I'll, I'll tell you this. <laughs> I'll take a lift. No, I'm I'll gonna walk personally myself. No, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. Hey, you know that they donate money, blah 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 blah, blah and you'll be like, oh well, you know, you give me some shit, and I'll be like, just letting you know. I'll be like, you know what, little don't ruin my buzz right now, dude. We're trying to go to the next bar, and I really <laughs> don't want to talk politics with you. So you got two choices: you can walk your fucking ass there, or you uh, you can get in the fucking Uber and then shut the fuck up. <laughs> And that'll be your response. And Pretty you're gonna, much. And you're going to get in the Uri, you stupid boss. I, I know. You're like, boss. Like like you're said, dumb boss that you didn't get in the fucking like car. Like I said, as long as I ain't fucking paying for it. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I again, I, I have a problem with, I have a problem with, with that stuff on a personal level. Absolutely. But the thing that drew me, the thing that drew me to their, to their music in the beginning. Wasn't slapping bitches. Exactly. Or, or, I mean, there, there's something wrong with, with, you know. I have to admit, there is something fucking terribly weird about you know marrying your, your um, you know your your fucking uh, uh, uh wife's adopted daughter. You know, th- there's something wrong with that. I'll give you that one hundred percent. However, usually the people that sit there and say that kind of shit are the ones that sit there and and you know like to Bible thump with you, and they forget that in the Bible they used to sell women like fucking cattle. As young as 14, 13 years old, as long as they could start having babies, didn't matter how old the dude was. As long as they were fertile myrtles. Yeah, pretty much. But they ain't complaining about that. They're sitting there going, oh, that's, you know, infallible and all this other shit. You can't have it both ways. You can't sit there and act like a fucking moralist and then all of a sudden say, you know, now, you know, why I say this, when I say this, I'm not, again, condoning anything that, that if this happened, I'm not condoning that. And to me, that would be a hard sell. I mean, again, John Lennon, you know, being abusive to his wife. I mean, I mean, what, I mean, I, I, what, do, what do you want me to do? I can't control what he fucking did. As a, we as can't a, control artists. And I think it's, it, I think it's, it's time for us to stop putting artists in a fucking pedestal and make it seem like they're, they don't make any mistakes. And if they do, we got to fucking, we got to throw them in the flames. Look, especially nowadays in today's cancel culture, we're, we're quick to judge somebody. Yep. And we don't put them through the due process of until, you know, innocent until proven right. guilty. It's right away like, oh, he did it. Like, we don't know. We don't know well, that. You just fucking wait until it's everything comes out. 
Oh, then you're against the victim. No, I'm not against the victim, but yeah. the victim has to prove their case. Oh, you're victim shaming. What? You thought she deserved it? Like, no, no. we had to wait. <laughs> we have to see where, where the evidence goes, you know? Because who's to say that this person, you know, for example, like I made the big example, I think that Evan Rachel Wood was perfect in finally coming out with her story about what she thought of uh, of uh, Marilyn Manson because she lived with him. Yes. Right? She knew what he was about and all this other stuff. Phoebe Bridgers comes out later, who was the chick that was trying to smash a guitar on Saturday Night Live not too long ago. She comes out and says, oh yeah, you know, when I went to visit his house years ago, you know, he said, oh, I have a rape room. Didn't Rosario Dawson come on and say shit too? Exactly. But, well, but what, what did she say when she was coming after Weinstein? Well, let me let me say this. The thing about the Phoebe Bridgers, because then she goes on a tirade about saying, you know, record companies knew that this was going on and they should have said something about her and dumped him. Yeah, but you knew that he had a rape room. And what did you say? Nothing. Until this woman came out and gave her story and said, you know what? This is how he treated me. Well, um, Oh, all of a sudden they want to stand in solidarity with all this shit. And it's like, dude, no. You had a chance... To come out back in the past. You're sitting there criticizing a record company, but you had the chance to come out there and say, this is what he said. Talking about that, you're talking about record company? He was signed to Trent Reznor's company. Right. And they interviewed Trent Reznor. He goes, what do you think of Marilyn Manson's situation? And they're, you know, they're accusing you. They, they, they asked him about that. And Trent Reznor goes, look, he's a piece of shit. He was a piece of shit. You know, he was a kid. He was young and ambitious. But then I saw his true colors. I, he's a boozer. He's a fucking druggie. That's why me and him don't fucking talk. I didn't know none of the shit that was going on. I knew he was heavily into drugs. Right. I know he was, he liked fucking and he liked mixing drugs with his sex. That's all I fucking knew. That's why I parted ways with him and I, and I separated him and I distanced myself from that person. And I would, and I, and I claimed I would never work with him ever again, but I didn't know none of this shit. I wasn't I was I wasn't hanging with this guy in a personal fucking level. <laughs> it was a fucking business thing. It wasn't right. like it's not like I'm out there fucking the same broad with him. Right. And the the guy was like, okay, that makes sense. But I was reading the comments like, oh yeah, he knew he knew. We've become too self righteous as a society, especially the younger generation, thinking that hey, you know what, we have uh, we have a right to sit there and and say this. And, you know, everybody has rights, and I get it, but. We're, we're talking about we're talking about things that are way and utterly beyond our control you know we had 40 we had 16 presidents before one decided to sign an emancipation proclamation saying that black people shouldn't be owned they're not property yeah right so what do we do do we cancel out all the other fucking presidents that yeah came of before? course because they were against it you know no they were for it remember that oh they're for yeah mama. yeah you know the so but again, we live in a world where social media is everything, and people think that just because they're on YouTube, they're a celebrity all of a sudden. <laughs> I didn't show you guys that meme, huh? Yep. Did I show you that meme about that bra that went in a restaurant? So she went to a restaurant, and the waitress gives her a fucking bill. It's like 400-something bucks. And she goes, excuse me. And she goes, yes. Um, do I get a discount? And she goes, four? Well, um, I'm on TikTok and I have X amount of followers and I have, I'm on Instagram. I have X amount of followers and I gave you guys a good, I literally just took pictures here. So I'm, I'm most likely going to generate revenue for you guys. So do I get a discount? And then the waitress was like, yeah, no, there's no discounts for that. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm Instagram famous. I'm TikTok famous. I have X amount of followers, which was like maybe a couple thousand. And the lady was like, yeah, no, the bill's still 436. <laughs> she goes, do you have a manager? She goes, I am the manager. Well, you need to give me a discount. She goes, I'm not giving you a discount. Well, I'm going to take everything down. I'm going to take everything and I'm going to put a bad review for you guys. So your business is going to go down because of that. My followers are not going to come here anymore. 
still gonna be four thirty six. Is that gonna be card or cash? <laughs> I fucking love the waitresses. I would. I I want it. It felt the restaurants out here in LA. I want to go there and just personally give that manager waitress a fucking great tip because you weren't scared. Because I bet you someone else would be like, oh, oh my god, you have, you're famous. <laughs> All right, Richard Lou. Topic yes, number one. Yes, sir. It's on the screen for you. You want to oh, read it? Oh, oh, oh. It's Sharon Stone, who, by the way, I've never really admired as an actress, but I gotta take her into consideration on this. This makes some sense. She says that she got tricked into the no underwear scene in Basic Instinct. Basic Instinct crew lied. All right, it says Sharon Stone finally is calling out the uh, what the under, underhanded move that got her uh, not to wear underwear for her infamous cross-leg scene in Basic Instinct. Now, okay, I, I believe her. You do? This, I, I believe her to a point. Okay. Because look at that shot. I'm looking at it. That's what you see in the movie. It's a full shot. It's a full shot. Yeah. She knew what the shot was. Okay? Yeah. Because as an actor, you tell them, okay, this is what I'm going to do and this is how it's going to be. Right? Mm-hmm. She knew that when she was crossing her legs, she had a full shot. That is not a med shot or a medium shot. A medium shot would be from her waist up. A close shot would be from her shoulders up. Right? Yes. That's a full shot. Look, I could see crotch from here. <laughs> yeah, she could. Right? So, okay, so, so, right, so right. Sharon claims that someone on the production team told her that she needed to take her panties off for filming because the white color was reflecting the light. Is that true? Because you've been in movies, you've done lighting. Look what she's wearing. What is she wearing? White. So what difference was the underwear going to make? Which oh. was under these clothes, by the way. Okay, so... <laughs> Keep going, dude. Keep going. All right. So it says, however, according to Stone's new memoir, The Beauty of Living Twice, when she screened the final cut of the movie in a room full of agents and lawyers, most of them who had nothing to do with the project, she realized she'd been double-crossed, if you will. Get it? Double-crossed because, you know, she's crossed her legs. I'll enter the sound button. (laughs) Sharon says she slapped the film director, Paul Vorhoven, after the meeting and called her lawyer Marty Singer who told her what went down was against SAC policy and the movie could not be released without her approval which is bullshit that's not true that cannot happen because she probably did not have a final cut you know um, final say in the cut yeah so you know at the point at that point she was nobody anyways I mean she was nobody so what are you gonna do of right of course this is her lying in her memoirs but look, this this is where I kind of find it fishy. Okay, so you're claiming that you were told to take off your underwear because it fucked with the lighting. You did it. And then when you saw the final screening, you saw what you did. And then you're appalled by it. You slapped the, the fucking director off. Apparently, you slapped the director. And then your lawyer said technically you could sue because it gets hacked. Now, this is where, to me, it gets a little fucking dicey because if you're already fucking up in arms about it and the movie came out... 1991 or something? 1990, I think. Okay. It's almost fucking 30 years. However, Stone says she thought about it and ultimately decided to allow the scene to be included because it fit her character. But it didn't change the the duplicity of the situation. Stone also alleges she dealt with sexual misconduct on sets for years, including a director who demanded that she sit on his lap and a producer telling her that she should have sex with a co-star to increase on-screen chemistry. She adds, sex, not just sexuality on screen, has long been expected in my business. So what's your take on this, Mr. Lou? Again, this is Sharon Stone's take on this. 
I, I think that there is a sense of, of truth in that, mm-hmm. but I don't I don't believe. Again, especially when you see how that shot is framed. Yeah. Let's see if I can pull it up. I don't think I could pull it up anymore, huh? I don't know. Is uh is uh basic instinct anywhere? Oh no, I'm gonna see if I can put it up on YouTube as I'm asking. Let me see if I can put it up. Keep talking, keep talking. I'm yeah. gonna see if I can put it up on I'm YouTube. Not, I'm up. not you know, I'm not a particularly big fan of that movie, and I'm not a particularly big fan of Sharon Stone. Not because of, you know, her spreading her legs in that movie. I just don't think she's that good an actress. That's my personal thing. I thought she was good in Casino. For for mm-hmm. the, for, for the small time she came out. No, when they didn't give her too many fucking lines. You see, to me, to me, Casino, her performance in Casino, is just like what I thought about his, uh, 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 Leo DiCaprio's performance in, um, uh-huh. in uh, Wolf of Wall Street. One of the few misses that Martin Scorsese as a director's ever had. He let the actor or actress do what they wanted, and you saw the whole overacting bit. I, I'm not a big fan of that. Even with great actors like Al Pacino, who can fucking chew a scenery up better than a goat on the side of a hill, but hey, you know. But uh, again, you have to look at that shot. You have to think to yourself, I'm crossing my legs. Maybe they didn't do any close-ups of her doing the same lines. Maybe she should have realized at that point, hey, <laughs> they're going to show my shit here, you know? Is it on there? That's what I'm going to look into right now. Oh, my gosh. There she is. Look. So this is a famous scene from the... Yeah, we're gonna... So I don't know if they're going to show her cooter, so I don't know. <laughs> well, as long as you go down to Dino's Bar and Grill, dude. Uh, Dino's Bar and Grill sounds pretty good right now, dude. <laughs> You think they got some finger foods? They might. Jalapeno poppers? <laughs> well, I'm trying to make that next week, dude. Because I doubt Mr. Escalante is bringing that fucking Pioneer Chicken. I don't think we're ever going to see it. Yeah, I don't think so either. Um, so I'm thinking about doing jalapeno poppers on the air fryer that I got. Right. I'm putting that motherfucker to use. God damn it, get to the fucking scene. All right, there you go. So they're interviewing. So what's the... I mean, I haven't seen this movie again in such a long time. What's the fucking premise of this fucking movie again? If you remember... <coughs> She's a killer of some sort. Um, she's an author, and yet she describes perfectly like the murders that are taking place in her book that actually happened somewhere or whatever. And this so, was one of those things that the murder was like an ice pick murder or some shit. Did she cross her legs already? No, not yet. No, the scene ended already, dude. No, it did not end. Yeah, it did. I have to rewind back. That could not have been the end. It's not the end of the scene. It said it ended right No, now. no, no. Do you know when she crossed her legs? Yeah, after that. Because right there, the whole interview is starting right there. It's when she's doing the long shot. It's a long shot. Yeah, so Sharon Stone and Connie Basic Instinct's cross legs has been affected by the phenomenon. Blue, blurred blue. So we're going to see a blue colored blur. Apparently, I don't fucking know. Oh, yeah. Is that the guy from... See, that was it. See, see, told yeah, me. see, it's like it happens right after that. Fuckers. I mean, that's YouTube. So I don't think they're going to... fucking happens right after that, man. Yeah. See what's up. See what's up. So, I mean, why don't you just keep talking, bro? So, to me, to me, talking. it's like, uh, to me, it's like this. You say you didn't want to, but then later on, say, "What fit the kid?" Oh, yeah, she, oh shit! Right? Oh shit! You're, uh, what? 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 Look at the long. It's a long shot. How in the world did you not think that was gonna fucking? She happen? didn't know it was a long shot. She saw into the final cut. She said, "Get the fuck out of here, man!" They're telling you how they're framing the thing. Jesus Christ. There's even a close-up. Yeah, there actually was a close-up. How did she not know? She had a pretty nice trim, though. How did she not know? That's yeah, a close-up. Pretty trim, though. Play that again. That's a fucking close-up. You just wanted to see her cooter, dude. No, it's a fucking close-up. That, uh, is what I'm was, saying. Yeah, but I mean, she didn't fucking know when they were filming the fucking thing. Is she seeing a screen that shows her? They usually film. Look, that's one camera. Okay. Okay. 
Now they have to readjust the camera in order to do this. Yeah, that was a and that was probably have to be a couple of takes before they happen to Does do it. Did she do it again? Dude, Michael Douglas. I want to be Michael Douglas. Is there another cooter shot besides this one? Nope, that's it. That's it? That was a cooter shot? That was the cooter shot. That's what she's fucking complaining about. Okay, well, what about the whole thing about her being told she needs to have like on either actual sex with her on screen fucking person to I, right, show not, the chemistry. I'm not I'm not I'm not I don't think I doubt that. I'm, I mean there's a lot of crazy fuckers in, in Hollywood that just do something stupid. I doubt it was a producer. I think it was probably more of a director. Don't sit on my lap. No, the, I think the producer's the one that told her to sit on his lap. That makes a lot more sense to me. A director would have told her, Hey, we need to fucking have some chemistry going on, on the on the screen, go fuck your co star. That makes sense for me for a director. For a producer, not so much. I don't I don't I don't buy that. A producer makes sense to me that she would tell her, come here and sit on daddy's lap because I'm the one signing your check. You know? <laughs> that makes sense. But not, uh, not, uh, not, you know, to me in reverse, it makes sense. Yeah. You know? But come on, right there you saw it. It was a fucking, they, they, don't, they don't film it like they do TV shows where they have multiple cameras. It's one camera. And so for them to get that crotch shot, Especially in focus and everything, they had to adjust the fucking scene. So she knew. She had to have known. He had, she had to have known. Okay, cross your legs again. With the camera pointing down at your fucking crotch? Come on. What was she going to do? Oh, I was just going to do a take to, or two just so the director has something so to shoot? At this, at this, so my question would be now, is she then trying to milk the situation right now with today's... The one thing I've always thought Sharon Stone was terrific at was publicity. She's terrific at it. She knows how to get herself in the newspaper, even for the dumbest of things. And sometimes it's just it just gets to the point of ridiculousness. Yeah. You know, I mean, she had a run. She that 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 scene right there made her Sharon Stone, made her fucking career. And she's had a good run. You know, you can't complain. Some shitty movies, but you can't complain. The woman's had a great run. Other than that, I mean, it's actually you know, you know it, but but now comes a time where you know your time is was brief and it passed and so now you need to just move on now you know I mean I get it I, I, I actually don't disbelieve what she said in that stuff but at the same time I'm like come on you knew that that shot was happening and that's why I, that's why when I saw that I'm like okay I have to ask Mr. Luke and I know Mr. Luke's done movies before yeah. and those other ladies so she's done Basic Instinct 1 and 2 Casino The Specialist Silver Total Recall. Uh, that's called Sliver. Sli- well, my bad. Fuck that's it. That's Silver. Fuck you. The uh, the Quick and the Dead, Catwoman, Ants, All I Wish, King Solomon's, uh, Lovelace, Above the Law, Alpha Dog, Cold Creek Manor, Police Academy, Four, <laughs> Gloria. Uh, uh, other shitty movies after that. She's gonna get shitty after this. Broken Flowers? She did Broken Flowers? I don't remember. Bro- oh, that's the one with uh, Bill, Bill Murray. Murray. Yeah, I didn't know that. I gotta watch it again then. Now, in that list of movies that you just said. Yeah, she's done a couple of like. How many dogs do you fucking count on there compared to anything that's even remotely close to good? I like Casino, but it's not because of her. Like, I, when I think of Casino, I don't think of like, oh my God, Sharon fucking Sharon Stone. Sharon fucking Stone. Yeah, you don't think about yeah, that. Like, I, and I, I'm sorry, when I think of Basic Instinct, I think of Michael Douglas. When I think of Casino... I think of Joe Pesci. Yeah. Pesci it, goes into mine. It's Nicky Santoro. That's the only time I, when I think of Casino, I think of Nicky Santoro. A.K.A. Joe to Pesci. Me, to me, like I said, a lot of that fucking shit with, with, uh, with, with her movie. I mean, she was just too over the top. 
you know? But, but in Casino, I felt they did a good job because when they introduced her, she looked like a fucking stable hustler. Afterwards, she's a fucking coke fiend, fucking Nikki Santoro. She's a fucking hoe. She's a fucking <laughs> And then she's over the top the whole time. Like, she's over when the they, top. When they introduce her, it, before James Woods comes into the scene, I like her. After James Woods, what? she's fucking over the top. Well, see, that's, that's a realistic thing for me. Attractive woman, right, with a douche of a man. What the fuck? Because I believe that. I've yeah. seen it. I think I've seen that a million times oh, over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that a million times over. Same here. Yeah. You know, you sit there and you, you're like, what is she doing with that? Because fucking James Wood, despite the fact that his politics are shit in real life, looked like a total fucking... Creeper. Yeah. He looked like a creeper. Yeah, he looked like somebody I wouldn't want my kids around. <laughs> like, oh, leave him here. I'll take care of him. Like, <laughs> No, James Woods, I'm taking her with me. <laughs> you can watch the dog. You know what? I'm taking the dog, too. <laughs> I like the way he said it. He fucking said his full name. No, James Woods. <laughs> That's when you know shit serious when he said the full fucking name. Like, no, no, James Woods. We're good here. <laughs> no, call me James. Look, James Woods. Look, James Woods. <laughs> you good, dude. Step we're, the fuck back, dude. We're cool in the gang right here. <laughs> Kill the... Just step the fuck back, bro. But, uh, oh, Jesus. But no, fuck, you're right. No, but like I said, Sharon Stone, when they introduce her, before the James Woods character is introduced, she's, I felt she did good. Minimal talking. As soon as they let, they give her fucking dialogue, she fucks the whole well, thing yeah, up. because it's usually De Niro doing all the talking. Hey, I'll marry you. I'll take care of you, you know? And she's like, I don't know. No, no, just give me a shot. Maybe you'll fall in love with me, you know? Uh, I need some security. Yeah, I'll give you all the security you need. What do you need? Security, you know, I'll put a bunch of fucking jewelry in a bank account for you. What do you say? And then that was good. But then when she met James, was like, hey, and then she gets hey, she hey, gets crazier. Hey, hey, who are you talking to on the phone? Nobody. Who are you talking to on the phone? He Don't wanted, you lie to me. Don't you lie to me. Don't you lie to me. I'm trying to talk. Don't you lie to me. I'm trying to talk. Don't you lie to me. You know, I'm gonna start watching dinner tomorrow, bro. I'm going to watch some De Niro tomorrow. I may not sound like De Niro, but I think I do. I get a lot of his intonations correct. Yeah, you're fucking over loud, motherfucker. <laughs> you're letting one talk. No, he just keeps fucking repeating everything, dude. He's like, yeah. <laughs> Again. Today. Go ahead, close to the hour. You want to call it a break? Do you want to call it a break? Or you want to keep going? I don't mind rolling. I'm no, going, no, no, let's call it a break for right now. You know why, dude? Why? Do you want to talk about James Woods after this? <laughs> Uh, no, not really. Because, uh, you know, another Irish band. It's actually pretty huge in Ireland. Not here so much. And you can tell that they sound Irish. You can't tell with the song right now. Mm. All right, so we're off. Hold on, hold on, hold on. GoPro, start recording. <laughs> God damn, GoPro. Hold on. GoPro, start recording. Probably run out of battery, bro. Yeah, I think so. Maybe that was the beep that told you there was a battery coming over. When I told it to fucking, uh... Let me see here. He's, he's turning it on, folks. All right, here we go. All right, we're, we're good. We're good. Yeah, let's see here. Right. I think you should just keep recording and then listen to hours and hours of your well, shit. no, because apparently the batteries on these things aren't, like, the greatest. Or really? Yeah, that's what I heard. But, where are you going? That's how you test it out. Apparently. You, you, you want me to stretch it out? No, right, but, I don't think I'm playing any more chorus, dude. This sounds a little too weak. Yeah, it sounds kind of gay. <laughs> just, just a little bit. Gay. Just, just a little bit. All right, uh, 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 we'll go out in a bang with a bang right now. I'll play some, some real Irish person here. You know? Oh, I think I said that pretty good, dude. Yeah, you're I mean, getting better. 
Hopefully so. by the end of the episode you have at least a good <laughs> full Irish sentence. I think so too, dude. So we're off. Hey, what's going on, Ramborn? It's your boy, Whiskey J, the cult leader himself, the grand wizard of fuckery, the chief engineer of shenanigans and laughter, dropping a commercial before we go into the second half of this episode. If you guys are looking for CBD or TAT products that won't break the bank, then go ahead and follow my homies, Quality Over Quantity Farms. It's a Latino-based company in Connecticut. Everything's locally grown. These guys know what the fuck they're doing. And if you don't believe me, tune in this Monday for the episode of Two Utes, in which I interview the CEO and owner of Quality Over Quantity Farms. And I'm not just here hyping them up and writing, writing this company because they're sponsor of this show, but I'm also a personal user. I just ordered their vape, I got some gummy bears coming in, and I personally use their CBD cream for my sciatic pains once in a while it flares up. So, go ahead, follow Quality Over Quantity Farms, check out their product. Believe me, you're not going to regret it. And when you guys go to checkout, enter promo code RAMBLING. You get 20% off of every purchase, and we get a small kickback. So the company, again, is Quality Over Quantity Farms. It's the link on the bio. Click on it. Again, enter promo code RAMBLING. Get 20% off at checkout. Other than that, folks, let's get back to the show. train thought that was part of the song that's a train that fucked up the whole song just tell me a secret bro what do you desire ribs coach and q ribs (laughs) brisket i'm like that's not part of the song what the fuck is the director's cut (laughs) fuck you dude that's what happened it's the remastered version (laughs) you know how you know how you need more cowbells this one needed. This one needed more trains. We needed more trains on this one. We needed more trains. We are back. We're back. We're back, ladies and gentlemen, from our small little Escalante break. <laughs> I'm dubbing it Escalante break. <laughs> well, like I promised you earlier, this song is from a movie. Oh yeah, you did say that. The Devlins, who in my opinion are one of the most underrated Irish bands ever. You ever see the movie um, Closer? Yes. Remember the scene where where she uh, walks away? No, the scene where where Clive Owens walks into the walks into the uh, strip joint and sees uh what's her name for the first time? This used to be a club I used to go to. Yes. Yeah, I remember that. This is the song that's playing when he sees her. <sighs> Natalie Portman. Exactly. Natalie Porker. I Porker. I didn't care for Natalie Portman until I saw that movie. She's a vegetarian though. She would never go to Coach Kenku. What the fuck is She's not a vegetarian. She takes dick, so she ain't that much of a vegetarian, brother. <laughs> dude, no, I, I didn't like her. I was like, this bitch, she's boring, dude. I liked her, man. Come I didn't on. like her in the in the Star Wars movies. Oh no, but I mean, dude, come on, with that kind of fucking wooden dialogue in the, those movies, come on. The reason they were able to pull that off in the seventies because it was like you know the seventies. But by the time it got more sophisticated, where were those? Come on, there's no way. 
But I remember closer because you told me to watch it. Yes. You lent me the movie. You're yes. Because like, I, I told you I didn't have nothing to watch. I don't know what the fuck to watch. And I go, here, you're in your little fucking rental movie place. And here, watch this one. I'm like, what? He goes, better yet, let me put it on for you. And I think I saw the first 15 minutes and I go, oh, fuck, I'm sold. Yep. I took it home and I watched it and yes. I go, oh. I think, we, I think we, when I brought it back to you, you still put it on the fuck, you put it in the living room. Was there watching this shit? Yes. And, and then I think your mom and your mom and my mom walked in when uh when they were chatting and then the guy was like unbuckling his pants to start jerking off when he was he yeah, yeah, he was yeah, ch- yeah 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 what are you guys watching we're watching two dudes about to do it on the internet we're watching greatness <laughs> but it's crazy to know that Clive Owen was originally Jude Law's character and to know that you told me that he's actually he played that role numerous times in the in the live play yes to so on the film going. I don't want to do that no more. I want to do the other guy. But I mean, can you really see him as the weaker character? No, after watching that yeah, fucking no, you, you fuck no, right? dude. You couldn't see him as that. I mean, you know, it, it's Jude Law was perfect for that. Oh hell yeah, Jude, Law, Jude Law looks like a bitch. Yeah, in that movie. Yeah, he's a bitch in that movie. He's a total bitch in that movie. He's a fucking total. He looks like a cook. He, he cook. He's a cook. <laughs> the Gary Mer- the Gary Merchant would have laughed at that joke. <laughs> he he's a, a cook. He was a cook. But here's my thing. So Natalie Portman, uh-huh. fucking rock hard boner for her. Fuck yeah. But you know why? So probably they had a boner for her too. Why? Julia Roberts. Yes, because I'm not a big fan of Julia Same Roberts. Same here, brother. But man, she was good in this movie. Not only not only did she look it, but I mean as an actress, she was fucking terrific in this oh movie. Oh my god. She was really really good. I was I was surprised because I was like totally against her winning that Oscar for for Aaron Brockovich. Oh, okay, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. I I think that uh, fuck, what was her name? It was in the movie Requiem, Requiem for a Dream, but she had already won one in the 70s, and so that's why they didn't give it to her. But she plays a fucking pill-popping grandmother, dude. That's That was awesome. You haven't seen Requiem for a Dream? Check it out. Watch it, man. Also check out Closer, which we're going to talk with, That's with Jared Leto, and that's with Jennifer Connelly. It's the famous scene where the guy, the black guy whips out his dick, and he looks at her and says, oh, It ain't going to suck. It's, I didn't bring it out for air. Oh shit! Okay. And then they take her to a party and shit, and she's there with another girl. And they fucking give them the double-ended dildo, and they're like back to back. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I'm gonna check that one out. Hey, but closer though, closer fucking. Yeah, closer's a terrific movie. It's a great movie. You know, the great Mike Nichols, man. What a great! He was a fantastic director. And going back to a, a past uh, past topic we had about a certain person, another movie that I like after you showed me closer, uh, Match Point. Yes, uh, that's a Woody Allen film. And I know, I know, I know, but that was also a good one too. I've always, well, I always recommend both those movies. Well, Match Point is based on my favorite novel of all time, which is a trip because uh, uh, Woody Allen makes reference to that a lot, a lot, a lot of times, which is uh, Fyodor Dostoevsky's Crime and Punishment, which is about a guy who commits what looks like the perfect murder. But the great thing about Dostoevsky is that um, he did; he committed the perfect murder. The cop suspects that it was him. And they can't. But he can't prove it. However, the thing that gives up the name of the character in the book is called Rashkolnikov. He, the reason that he gives himself up and confesses because his guilt, his own conscience, makes him so sick to the point that he has a fever and collapses and is like in a daze and confused and shit. And the only way to, to unburden himself from this is to confess. Shit. Is to confess. And, and, I mean, there's a lot of morality stuff that goes in there and stuff. I know that I've heard Jordan Peterson was a piece of shit psychologist arrogant fuck who thinks he knows everything always references Marshall. yeah he always references his, uh, uh, Raskolnikov and Dostoevsky's version of, and he always tries to like equate it to some sort uh, to some sort of you know societal norms and like 
No, the the book in itself was a commentary of the times, you know, uh, that Russia was going through because this was written in the 1800s sometime. Okay. You know, and they were going through like a lot of different, you know, shit that was going on. Um, but Rishkalnikov represents what what Dostoevsky always considered the consciousness of man. Your own, you, because you know what's right and wrong, you know, inherently. Do you need a God for that? Some people claim, some people make the interpretation that, that, it, that it's a claim for why God tells you what's good or bad, crime and punishment, or that human beings in, in themselves don't need, I know this stupid, but that human beings in themselves know inherently what's right and what's wrong. For example, if I was a kid and I kick a baby in the in the chest and it starts to cry, inherently I know that's wrong. Yes. You know, I wouldn't need a god or some sort of other. Unless you're a sick fuck. Of course, but um, but uh, but but that's the thing. Normally, no, because the the character of Rishkolnikov, his main goal is to prove that he could make the perfect crime, and he does. He commits murder, cleans up all the evidence, leaves nothing behind, and leaves and and nothing at stake. And despite the fact that there's suspicion that he did it, they can't prove a fucking thing. And and he knows it. The cops know that they have nothing. But in the end, <laughs> in the end, it's not it's not the cops that get him. It's it's himself. His own consciousness is the thing that that that, that gives him up. So, yes, Damn, yes, yes. I'm a, I'm a I'm a total nerd when it comes to books. So. No, yeah, from the from your fucking boner jam you just had for yeah, yeah, I, I get you, I get you. Because I, I, I like, I like, you know, there, there was a time when you know, we didn't have fire sticks or anything like that, and my parents never really let us watch uh, TV. So shit, I was cool in my room, fucking watching, you know, listening to the radio and and reading books. That's what I did. And that's I think what kind of eventually led to me learning how to play the guitar. I just taught myself. So, you know, there you go. Some sh- some fun shit, man. The fuck we get- oh, because we're talking about match point. Man. How the fuck do we get to that? But you're right, match point. Because because it's based on yeah, yeah, yeah. because yeah. it's the same premise. Remember the the character kills the Scarlett Johansson character. Spoiler alert. Exactly, like like Raskolnikov kills these two women in the beginning of the book. I'm sorry, the woman in the beginning of the book, and uh, you know it, it it's has that thing because in the end he goes on to have you know a good life. But see, but he also steals he also steals from his previous movie Crimes and Misdemeanors. Where where the 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 character that that you know the old guy kills his lover and gets away with it and instead of him having any, any sort of guilty conscience about it or or, or some sort of you know guilt written thing his life prospers. It's the it's the irony of it's kind of like taking that same premise of crime and punishment in reverse. You know he feels no guilty conscience about it. He feels no. He just goes on with his life. And his life prospers. It's a trip. It's a total trip. But the beginning part of that movie is one of the best fucking movie openings ever because the guy walks in, tells his wife, hey, he goes, how's your day going? Everything's great. Everything's cool. He picks up the mail and is going through it. And all of a sudden he sees a fucking letter from his lover to his wife. <laughs> and he opens it up and, and he's like looking around like he knows, oh, motherfucker, motherfucker. You know, so it's it's if you haven't seen Crimes and Punishment, well, that's what you get for trifling. Well, if you haven't seen Crimes and Misdemeanors, watch that movie. Match Point is also terrific. That's what film. you get for trifling. <laughs> you trifling bitch. You trifling motherfucker. But yeah, that's that's um, Crime and Punishment because it's a motherfucker good movie, dude. 
So Crime and Punishment, Closer, and Match Point are actually three recommended movies we recommend to watch. I agree. I think so. You're looking for a good movie in the weekend? Those three movies are actually good movies. They're very good movies. And one of the movies that I haven't seen, but Mr. Lou's already seen, I'm going to talk about right now, uh is the Snyder Cut of Justice League. That's one of our topics right now. Justice League just came out. Um, so far, I have not seen it. I've only seen the first twenty minutes what of it. What the fuck's wrong with you, man? I'm busy, motherfucker. I want to take. I want to enjoy my time. And then, um, so I saw the first twenty minutes. But from what I've read and from what I've, uh, I've heard, I've seen on YouTube and from Mr. Lou's experience, so far, everyone is giving it a fucking double thumbs up, five star, seven star, ten star ratings. People are saying, why the fuck was this not the original? That's that's what I'm wondering. Here's I, also here's also another thing that, that uh, I'm wondering about and I, I want to see what you what you think of this. What the fuck are you playing? Got to measure up to lads. Do you think uh Well Well like maybe we're a little white for that kind of thing. Do you not get it, lads? The Irish are the blacks of Europe. And Dubliners are the blacks of Ireland. And the north side Dubliners are the blacks of Dublin. So say it once, say it loud. I'm black and I'm proud. <laughs> the fuck? That's the great Irish fucking film. That's the commitments. Another film that I recommend. There you go. Quite highly. Here's a song from that soundtrack. I got you. The commitments. They're yeah. black and they're proud. We're the, we're the blacks of Ireland. <laughs> don't listen to the blood. Don't listen to the blood. So. Justice League, you saw yes. it. Uh, like I said, saw the first, yeah, the first two and a half so hours. So far, the first two and a half hours. So far, like I said, everyone's saying why they have they haven't played this as the original, and I told you all over the phone today. To me, this is kind of like uh, their version of the Coda. The it's, it's, like, it's like it's like Snyder got the opportunity to put the movie. Same thing like uh, Coppola did. He got the opportunity last year to basically put the image, the Godfather three that right. he intended to put out. I mean, we, we talked a little bit about it on Wednesday, I think, and, and we, we... No, we, we talked about watching. We didn't see it at that time yet. Yeah, we hadn't seen it at that time, but we talked about... Yes, yes. ...about, you know, just to give a little history on, on what happened, Zack Snyder, who did Man of Steel, which was a respectable return of Superman to the screen. Yeah. You know, I mean, it wasn't... It wasn't, it wasn't my, the best, but it was decent. Right. It, it was it was all right. And so what, um, what happened in the middle of the movie is that he and his wife, who was the producer of the movie... Um, of of uh, Justice League lost their daughter, they they she died, and so of course under those circumstances you don't want to continue working for a while. You got to recover and yeah, of course, do your thing. And so he left the project with about with about seventy five percent of the film already done, and uh, then they brought in Josh Wheaton, who I think is a fucking awful filmmaker, an awful, and and recently we found out that he's a deplorable human being as well. Um, but I've never, I didn't like the Avenger films that he did, and I didn't like, I wasn't a big fan of Buffy the Vampire Slayer either, <laughs> yeah. which is what he's getting all accused of uh, being an asshole for. Yeah, because I think one of the actresses came out and accused them, right. two actresses, right? Yeah, one of them is the chick that we saw last week in European Road Trip. And the other one was one of the OG members of the crew, which is uh, who right. Cordelia, yes. Right, and so, and so, I mean, I, I, what ended up happening with this version of the Justice League when he came on board, he did a lot of reshoots and just basically changed the plot of the story. I mean, one of the things that um, that I think, I mean, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, one of the things in this version of it is that, that Darkseid, who is the fucking villain 
in the DC universe is the villain in this in this movie and 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 um, what's his name? Um, ah, fuck, I forgot the name of the guy that was the goddamn villain in this thing. Uh, Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf is almost like a lackey now that has to kind of make up for for some it's sort failure. of for some sort of transgression that he did before. I'll give you this much. Another thing that they they upgraded a lot on this was the fucking special effects because Steppenwolf's steel uniform that or, or armor that he's wearing that is sick. It is fucking awesome. It it is just a better film so far. I mean, I I I've, I was glued to the only reason that that I stopped watching is it was already kind of close to midnight and I had to get to bed, but. Otherwise, I would have finished watching it. It's so far, it is just a terrific fucking film. I think it's one of my favorite comic book films ever. I think it's. I think that I that I have to put it ahead of anything I've seen Marvel do so far. It is just a terrific film. So well, I far. mean, I mean, the the biggest critique DC's always had is that you have all the talent, you have all the intellectual rights to these comic books, mm-hmm. and you've given us dog shit in a way, in a sense, and. You continue to give us dog shit. Yes. And the only reason we knew about the Snyder Cut was because of Ben Affleck saying, you know, well, you know, yeah, he left, but the shit that we were doing is fucking great, you know, and then everyone's like, wait, what are you talking about? Oh, no, the the shit that you you guys are watching now is not the shit that we recorded. Right. And that's how the wheels started going into hashtag Snyder Cut. Right. And, of course, it built up and somehow someone in the WB decided, you know what, Let's, let's give them the Snyder Cut. But, I like the Snyder Cut, man. So far, so to me, they they did a good job doing the Snyder Cut because they gave the opportunity to finally give the image they wanted to do. For some, Snyder had an idea from from the inception the inception of Man of Steel to now Batman v Superman to Justice League. Everything he was doing was leading up to something. He and from the looks of it. From the way fans are reacting, he might get the opportunity to finally lay out the whole entire picture. That's something that somebody was criticizing today about um, about uh, the whole um, thing about this movie. That it it sets up a lot of plot points for a lot of upcoming type of films. And he goes, and they're not even going to get done. Well, we don't know that now. Well, because th- this is this is this is getting a lot of great reviews and it's clamoring for a lot of shit. You know, so I'm um, I'm thinking to myself. What, what what okay first of all this reviewer was a fucking idiot and he, he was actually the reviewer i remember the 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 who he wrote the story for it was for um cosmopolitan and i can't remember the name of the fucking author but i was gonna sit there and kill his ass on on the show tonight uh. but he gave the the movie a bad review he said that it's not worth watching there's just some plot points that don't make any sense and blah 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 see well here's somebody who obviously didn't pay much attention in film school or if he did doesn't understand what film is all about, or fail, at least or, fail filmmaker, right? Or at least what great films are about. Yeah, yeah. A lot of it has to do with, uh, especially the thing that 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 intrigues anybody that goes to see a movie is character development, and this movie so far has it. That's so that's one of the things I keep hearing. It's character development. You you, you they're able to develop each individual character in the movie. Without having to feel like it took too long to do, right? They did it. They get they gave everybody their little section where they're all doing, you know, where, where you see them develop as characters, and it's and it's cool to fucking. I mean, I, I'm, so far I'm just totally impressed. I was I was totally. That's what I'm hearing. It. Everyone is liking it. Yeah. And and look, 
we're all happy. Like, don't get me wrong. If you listen to me and Escaleto before, if you listen to Geek and Geek Out, of course, we sound like fucking Marvel homers. But we've always have been wanting to give the DC universe a shot. But when you're feeding us the original Justice League movie, when you're feeding us Wonder Woman 1984, yeah, that was shit. Yeah. You you compared can't, to the original, I mean, there's such a letdown. No, right? yeah, you can't expect us to, in good faith, believing you guys. When we watch documentaries about you guys doing a film with Tim Burton, with Nicolas Cage, with you know the original uh, Superman appearing in these yeah. things. And we're like, holy shit, this would have been a great epic movie. And instead, you wanted spiders. You wanted this. Our dilemma with the DC universe has never been the content of the comic books. The content of the comic books is fucking great. It's the fact that you guys can't take what's on the comic and put it in film. And you guys can do it with animated because you've seen the animated right, shit. Sure. Fucking great material. But for some reason, it's never really been great in live action. It, it's, it's Until... Now, so far. Right. It, it's been very few and far between. I mean, I, I've always contended that the best one that I've ever seen was, and still is, the original Superman. And then go a second, it would be the Dark Knight. Right. The because, Dark Knight trilogy. Right. Because because you have to you have to give credit where credit is due. I mean, the, again, the, without the success of the original Superman, you don't, you don't have a comic book universe. If that would have failed, it would have fucking thrown back the comic book genre 30-some years. Because nobody would have wanted to invest in it, you know? But the success of the first two not only were successful films, but they set a bar, you know? And it's and ironically, it's a bar that DC itself has never been able to reach on a consistent basis. They did it with maybe the first Michael Keaton super, uh, Batman. They did it with the Christopher Nolan trilogy. But they and we even with the lately with the Wonder Woman one the the original one. But you know why though, right? Why when they use the material they have in front of them to build into it. But when you're just going in there going, let's give nipples, let's get fire, let's get. This. But if you use the original materials like Superman, right? If you the original Christopher Reed shit, it goes literally hand in hand, toe to toe with the comic book origins. How this guy is. So yeah. someone was able to take the comic book and be like, let me take this concept of a 15-page comic book and then move it into a what an hour hour something movie. Well, yeah, remember, remember That's genius. Right, yeah. Well, remember that the original Superman with a very it was the very first film yeah. that I ever brought for us to watch. The first hour, a little over an hour of that movie, you don't see Christopher Reeves at all. But you, it's all origin. It's all where he came from, how he grew up. What he did, it's all that shit, and they and and it was so brilliantly done that by the time Christopher Reeves comes on on the fucking squeak, you're like, fine, right, yeah, okay, yeah, so no now, shit, okay, I know what's going on, exactly, because yeah, the 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 characters that drive the rest of the movie, Christopher Reeves, or, or let's say Clark Kent, Superman, uh, Lois Lane, uh, Luke's Le- Lex, Lex Luthor, they don't come out till the second half of that movie. Snyder does this almost close to the same thing. He does the same, and th- that was a brilliant thing about it because he he doesn't do a lot of origin on Batman. He does a lot. He does do some more uh, some origin on the Flash and Cyborg. Well, Batman makes sense. How many fucking times have we seen Batman movies? You already should know what the fuck's going on. But that's the thing that drives me nuts about it. If, if we watch the if this new the Batman movie that comes out with Robert Patterson, uh, oh. if there's a fucking origin story again. Why? 
Yeah, everybody knows well, the look, fucking story. Look at the Spider-Man movie, the new one with the new guy. Yeah, they didn't do an origin because they said, "How many times can we actually kill Uncle Ben already?" Exactly. <laughs> you know, the only thing, the only upgrade in that movie is Aunt May because Marissa Tomei and anything I will watch. <laughs> Dude, oh my god, yes. Aunt fucking oh my. When Aunt May came out, I'm like, I won't be your nephew. <laughs> no, seriously, dude. I want to be Peter Parker's best friend. Exactly, dude. I'd be like uh, fucking heading over there every day. I want to give you batter for your fucking... <laughs> <laughs> I want to give you butter for your butter. Yeah. But uh, no, no, no. I think, like I said, I think it's genius when someone can take the concept of a comic book, a like 15, 20-page comic book, and then move it into an hour to two-hour, four-hour movie. I'm impressed by that shit. You're right. Christopher, Christopher Reed, Superman is a great indication of how you can take source material and put it into live action. Um, fucking Tim Burton, again, taking source material and then making it to live action. It's a beautiful thing. And that's why it's so disappointing when you see DC, who owns the fucking rights to everything, drop the ball. Yeah, the you, you got too many chefs. You got too many hands in the kitchen. You got too many chefs in the Is that the proper word? Yeah, the too many sh- too many chefs in the in the yeah, in the kitchen. But here's the thing. That's what happened. That's what's going on right now. It, it, this is the only time now they're and, and this is where I think it's more frustrating. Because when you compare the DC characters to the Marvel characters, the origin stories of the DC characters are actually fucking phenomenal. They're really, really good. I think they're all phenomenal, but you're right. The Batman, the Superman, the Wonder Woman, they're all they all have like more exotic fucking origin story more you know bit better than a yeah they just injected him with the super soldier serum yeah and he's I, like, just got, I got bit by a radioactive spider you know uh, th- that i kinda, got i got caught in a gamma ray tank and I, <laughs> like, yeah i get you i get you right they're more kind of like plain and these ones are more like shit yeah this it's, this, this makes more, sense there's more flair to the origin well, yeah, but, it may, it, but it's more no, it, yeah, i get you it, I get it makes you, a yeah. lot of sense i mean the, the idea that a guy whose planet blew up hey we got to save our last fucking resident of this planet you know, and then send him across the universe and happens to land on Earth. That's genius. You know, a guy that saw his fucking parents die. That's genius. Well, you know? <laughs> and, made, and I like in the Man of Steel, they explain why they're sending him to Earth. Yeah. Because the, the, the guy that, you know, here that he'll be he'll be a god amongst fucking mortals. Well, that, that's the same thing with with uh, if you see the original Superman. That's what Brando's character says. The closest planet that has anything related to what Krypton has is Earth. And so that's why they send him here. And they explain to him with the whole crystals and the whole things that they're the whole historiosity. When he's coming to Earth, you hear and it's like light years away. That's why you hear those those voices just pounding information in his head. You will be this and you'll be that and you're gonna be stronger here. And blah, 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 blah. It's just you know it kind of tells you where he comes from and why he is who he is, right? And and I think it also has to do a lot with casting. Christopher Reeve as Superman was just perfect. That was just perfect casting. A lot of people down. A lot of people like to, you know, say, "Yeah, well, how hard is it for somebody to work?" But you have to understand. One minute he has to play this nerdy, really insecure dude, and the next he has to look confident as fucking a guy wearing tights and a cape, <laughs> right? And yeah. he pulled it off. He fucking pulled it off. You know what? What? Um, when I heard that Christian Bell was gonna be uh, Batman, even when I heard that Keith Ledger was gonna be the Joker, I didn't. Yeah, you, you you were kind of shitting on it for yeah. not shitting on it, but you were kind of skeptical. Yeah, I was. You had skeptical hippo eyes. I did because because you have to remember, you know, the one really great thing about the original Batman movie with Tim Burton is Jack Nicholson's Joker. That was phenomenal performance. And at that time, no one thought that could, someone could top it. Right, and and even then, they give you an origin story on 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 how he became the Joker. Mm-hmm. However, 
because of whatever the source material they had at that time. Right. However, the brilliant thing about the Heath Ledger character is that there is no origin story. Well, he because just they is. because they took because then Nolan went. I'm not going to use the old school source material. I'm going to use right now one of their best selling graphic novels, which is The Dark Knight. Right. In which he tells you three different versions of his own story, and then at the end goes, "I choose to make up my own." my own origin because I don't want you to know. and that's always been the mystique oh yeah the fucking yeah. so we're watching Breaking Bad folks yeah that that's the brilliant thing about that that performance because that's there's the no thing. origin story and he never really tells you well, you know he, he never really tells you what's going on yeah he leaves it to your own fucking exactly. devices to figure out how it is exactly or what you want choose to believe exactly that's always that's always been about the Joker so so far like I said from what from what you've seen, from what I've read, from what I've what I've uh, and read from whatever from what I've seen, it seems like a good movie. On Sunday, like I told you, I got furniture coming in, so I'm gonna organize. And as soon as we're done, I'm gonna sit my ass on the couch, have myself a nice cold beer with my wife, and sit my ass for four hours and probably give myself an intermission halfway. <laughs> and that's what I'm gonna watch. And then next week, for sure. Whether this skinny fuck is here or not, we're going to discuss the fucking movie. Yes. And the thing is, it's going to be a busy week because I'm not going to just discuss it here, but I'm also going to discuss it on Geek In, Geek Out. Right. So, I'll, and I'm probably going to watch it twice. Just when do to, you do Geek, geek In? Uh, Tuesdays. I think we're doing this Tuesday? Yeah, this Tuesday. What time do you start? Pretty late. We're doing 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock. I might give you a call to call in and maybe give you an opinion. Oh, I'm down with that. If you're down with that. Should be good. Yeah, because I, because I, I mean, I watched it, you know. So yeah, no, yeah, yeah. And but like and, I said, I'm doing this. I'm doing the review here, and I'll do it over there. And like I said, good movie. Again, the plot of the movie isn't all that different from the Justice League movie that originally came out, except that this is better. That it has more meat. There's more. There's more for you to chew on. Well, all right, next topic. I think we're talking a little bit too in comics. Yes. And Mr. Lou, this is all you right here. Yes, sir. You want to look at the screen, you stupid... What the hell? Battery turning on, dude. Yeah, I'm turning it off right now, man. Relax. Fucking relax! President Biden. AF1 stairs are a trip. Air Force 1 stairs are a trip. So he's become a meme now. Yes, President Biden. He had a rough go climbing the stairs at Air Force 1 today, tripping several times on his way up to the top. When you see the video, but uh, you know Biden's busted, hustling up there. And the carpetized staircase when he trips, not once, not twice, but three times. Not one time, not two times, but three times. He's holding the railings with one arm, but still goes down. He's down for the count. And even appears to bang a shin. Bang a gong. <laughs> Biden finally makes it to the top of the fucking stairs, man. What's up with the president? Why is everybody ripping on the president when there's nothing to rip him for? Because he's old. Exactly. So the reason I say this is because all these conspiracies, all these conservatives are going, oh, go see, he's fragile, he's old. And And they point to this interview where he goes, where Biden points out, I'm in tip-top shape. Look at me. I I jog. I'm healthy. Look at that fat. Basically, he says, look at that fat piece of orange shit. He's literally like... One minute away from having a fucking heart attack from that cheeseburger he eats every single fucking day. <laughs> he basically should have said that to the reporter. So, the so these con- these conservatives, these conspiracy theories, are pointing out, going, see, see, uh, Biden's in worse fucking health and worse shape than fucking president, former president Donald Trump. You know, he's about to die. This is all a fucking conspiracy theory. So, blah blah blah. Nah, da, 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 exactly. So, uh, that's the reason I brought it up. Right. 
Now I saw it. I'm, pl I'm playing the video right now. I'm gonna play the video. Let me enlarge it. And oh, there's Joe Biden once, twice. Look, dude, that's happened to me a couple times when I've been drunk. <laughs> is, pre is President? Are you, are you saying that President Trump, uh, Biden is uh, drunk? Look, man, when he was here doing the debates, he smelled like <laughs> bourbon, dude. I'm not going to lie to you. Look at that. He, he probably had some bourbon. You know what? We did drink bourbon that night. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we, we, did. we opened up the... <laughs> no, but Mr. Lou, I mean, what's your take? I mean, is it... it does it really deserve this much attention that I go, oh, look, he's slipping. He's like, come on, bro. I, I think it's probably a slow news day. That, that, that's, all I, that's all I can probably say. That it was probably a slow news day. And you have to remember, right now, everything's become so fucking polarized that, you know, everything's become so fucking polarized that no one can do anything because all of a sudden it's some sort of political shit. The man tripped over some stairs. All of a sudden, it's the end of the... You Like you said, oh, you see? Ah, ah. No, he just tripped down a couple fucking stairs. Now, if he was standing in front of... Uh, here's another thing. People are like, oh, see, look, he can't fucking speak in a microphone and all this other stuff. People, remember, the man suffers from a stutter. So while he's doing there, he's trying to control himself to not be doing that shit. It's not that he's slow, and it's not that he's fucking, you know, some sort of you know, imbecile. It's because the man suffers from a stutter. So let's put and things it, into and context. And it's not just recent. It's man's... Yeah, this is something that he's gone through this whole lifetime. So let's put things into context and stop acting like a bunch of assholes, or like the English say, like a bunch of wankers, you know, because you want to make a story out of something that's not a story. He tripped. He didn't fucking sit there... And, and, you know, just start, you know, laughing at himself in the middle of nothing for no reason at a news conference. He tripped. That's it. Nothing big. Fucking uh, uh, Donald Trump couldn't drink a glass of water without with one hand. And he couldn't go down a fucking stairs without the help of two Marines. Hello? <laughs> yeah, right. I think it was a slow news. When, how, was it a real slow news week? Was it that one white boy that goes to Atlanta and they shut up those fucking, uh, those Asian fucking nail salons and... And you know they're saying because he was he's a uh, sex addict. Yeah, you know I like sex too, but but I don't, I don't go, go around, on a rampage either, yeah, dude. I don't go around fucking shooting. I people. didn't have sex for two fucking weeks. You didn't see me going to a fucking <laughs> nail salon or. Yeah, Mr. Lou. Next topic: Fleetwood yes, Mac skateboarders. Stevie Nicks has crashed my dreams. Block Sog for N NFT. So it says right here: Nathan Apodaca has some dreams he'd like to sell. But Stevie Nicks just won't <laughs> let it happen. That that that's a pun because the name of the song that he was singing on that video is called Dreams. Dreams. Yeah. So says the skateboarder who went viral for vibing to her hit song. The rep of Nathan, aka Dogface, tells TMZ Fleetwood Mac's dream is part of the Warner Brothers group catalog. Yeah, because she just sold her whole music catalog to to Warner Brothers. A lot of artists are doing that nowadays. Especially a lot of the older ones because uh, they're selling their whole catalog and they're getting paid up front. A for, shitload. Yeah, for example, say you own, you know, say the the, the, the Whiskey J song, uh, song book or whatever. You sell it to me, Fever I pay down. you. Yeah, I, <laughs> you know, I, we determine how much the whole thing cost and I give you $300 million, but I keep the rights to your songs because I know that the, ba the, the, the way that they're playing on the radio, the records that are still selling, all that shit. All that shit eventually, I'm going to make all that back. Well, that's always been... That, isn't that always been the whole thing no. with the record business? That you make more money on your catalog 
than you actually do. Right, but now they're getting all that money up front. That's good. Fuck, that's really yeah, good. Yeah, I mean, it's it's good business because... For the artists that own it, because not a lot of artists own right, their shit. Right, and so that's that's the thing. They they gave her straight up and said, here, listen, instead of you waiting to make $300 million, here's $300 million, but you give me the rights to your shit. So, but if it belongs to the Warner Brothers group, why does, why does Stevie Nicks still have... Does she still have say? Because from here, it says Dog offered her... Fifty percent of the sales to the NTF, which I'll disclose. Go down, go down on the on the thing. Let me let me read it. No, go up. I'm sorry. Go up. Okay. Go All right, so it says, where it says, look, a rep for Nathan's, aka Doctor, blah blah blah, is it is part of the Warner Brothers Music Group catalog. So they reached out. They meaning uh, Warner Dog Brothers. Face. No? no, no. So they reached out to see if they could include the track on the famous 23 second video. Uh, skip the camera, which he wanted to sell for a non. Okay, so go up and let's see the rest of the article. It says, We were told Dogface team offered Stevie, who wrote the song, 50% of the sales, but she shot it down. And she probably shot it down because she doesn't own that song anymore. Nathan Rep says he feels slighted because Stevie never acknowledged him after his dreams video went viral. Why did she need to do that? Well, the other guy acknowledged him. Who? Uh, Mick Fleetwood? Yeah. Remember, he even did a recreation of the whole thing. Yeah, but. That he didn't write that song. He played it though. And Stevie Nicks was in the video to help him make money. Because she's at the very end putting on some roller skates of that of that of that commercial for cranberry juice. Did she? Yes, she is. She's that chick that's there, that old lady that the, the older woman that's putting on the, the roller skates at the end of that commercial. I gotta check it out again. I don't... So she did help his ass. So I mean, this is all about him not being able to use the song. It's not his song. <laughs> Sorry, but it's not his song. You know, the artist has the right to have their song used in whatever way. Yeah, he used it on that fucking TikTok. Because, right, because he got it off the TikTok songbook or whatever it was. And that's because TikTok had the right to use that song. Right? Mm-hmm. That's how it works. When you get on uh, Instagram and you put a song on your little, you know. Like tonight's episode. Right. We're... You have a right to use that song because the, the they pay for those rights. Yes. Right. But so it doesn't mean that we have the right to continue using exactly. it. Exactly. It doesn't mean that you have the right to sit there and fucking make negotiable contracts or other sort of business. But he with is it. going the right way and he's asking. He is asking, but she doesn't want her song to be used in those ways. So that, that's up to her. Whatever reason, however messed up or fucked up you think that is, it's not up to you. It's, it's, her, yeah. it's, her, it's her song. It's the whoever owns the fucking ration. That's their prerogative. So, you know. Totally you know, agree. You know, like, like, like Pete Townsend or The Who, for example. He was one of the first artists that, that went around, you know, not not giving a fuck about people wanting to use his songs, you know, in in uh, in commercials or whatever. And but he drew the line at some place. For example, my generation, a laxative company went up to him and tried to sell him on, you know, the song goes talking about my generation. They were they're trying to convince him that it'd be cool if they used the music and they would replace the lyric with talking about my constipation. No. Yeah, and he was like, no. <laughs> what about you? You know, I mean, you have an album out. Yes. Which, and if, so let's say somebody like, let's say uh, Erectile Dysfunctional Pill came out and said, hey, <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just throwing out fucking... What song would they possibly use for that? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know anything. Like, what's your number one hit right now? Like, you've been actually, like, what's the most Actually, downloaded? Face went over a thousand streams. Okay, so week. let's say, hey, we want to use Face as an Erectile Dysfunctional. Like, <laughs> like would you, and, but like, and here's a check for like, Three hundred thousand dollars. No. Four hundred thousand. No. Seven hundred. No, because my my that song has nothing to do with erectile dysfunction. Doesn't matter. They just want the song. No, but see, the uh, fuck does it matter to you? They're paying you for the song, aren't they? 
but it doesn't matter. You don't want your you don't want your shit to be you know uh, associated with with a uh, with something that had, number one it has nothing to do with. Okay. Right. And number two, it's like you know this is like the, again an, another big difference between my generation of music listeners compared to today. Today, anybody and everybody will fucking sell their music for anything almost at random at, at nauseum. And that's cool. You you know if you want to do that kind of business, yeah. that that's fine. I, I get that's that. That's on you, yeah. Right. Back in back again back in my back in my day, Sonny. You know, it was hardly you know that 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 uh that the doors they they uh Ford I think uh, took their song Light My Fire and made a commercial out of it to sell Mustangs back in the day. And Jim Morrison was pissed as fuck. But Jim Morrison couldn't say anything because Jim Morrison didn't write that song. It was written by Robbie Krieger, who was the guitar player for The Doors. They all made money, but he was pissed because he thought that that, that you know, cheapened the song. It kind of does cheapen the song. Right? Yeah. And that's, that's kind of what I go out with my music, too. I mean, you know, Face is a philosophical song. It's not about... It's, it's about... It's, it's um, philosophical, especially in, in, in Buddhist thought and all that other stuff. You know, there's lines on there that the Buddha himself said, you know, like lighting... A million candles with a single one, you know that. Yeah, the, Viagra with one single pill, <laughs> you can get a heart on. Dude. You know what? Now that you sold it like that, <laughs> give me the check. Where's the check? <laughs> Come on, dude. You convinced me. You're right. You took my philosophical song and made it into a fucking erectile design. I get it. Now I'm sold. Where's my check? <laughs> oh, I'm working. I'm working on the deal. I'm working. I didn't want it. I'm his manager, folks. So I'm working on a deal right now. <laughs> but but I mean, you, you know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, it has I, nothing I, I, to I do. It has nothing to do with that. Dreams had nothing to do with cranberry juice, but it was cool because there's this dude who just got off of work. And, and, the, and the video is so nice. Like, you can tell he's like, he just had a hard day and he was like, yeah, rolling through the fucking yeah, highway. And he's with fucking the... grooving to Fleetwood Mac. I get it. Yeah, I, I get it too. You know, but, but, but for you're him right. To... It's up to the artist. Well, yeah, but, but it's also not up to him to sit there and say, you know what? Okay, so I took this. Now I'm going to sit there and make, uh, um, you know, shirts or whatever. That's, that's not your, it's not your material. You got lucky that these people didn't sit there and give you shit for it. Well, they couldn't because TikTok allowed it to. It was a TikTok that just went viral, and he got famous out of that whole viral. Understood. And see, and that that's the difference. He was allowed to use it as long as it was on the TikTok platform, which yeah, it, TikTok had the permission to yes. use. It's not like he literally went on YouTube himself and played the song. That would have been a uh, copyright infringement because it, he used a song that wasn't belonging to him to make a profitable a video exactly. So he now used, he used a play, he used the app that allowed him to use it to make a video. That's it. There's nothing profitable about it. Exactly. It was just a video. It was just exactly. a funny exactly. haha video. That's it. Exactly. And so now, so now he wants to go ahead and use it for as other a profitable. Sh- exactly for other shit that had nothing to do with what it is that he's doing. You know, it's like she doesn't want to be associated with that. Her song is not about that. So fine, you know. I mean, it was cool. It went viral. Everybody dug it. You got you got money. You got exactly. a car. You, exactly. You got sponsorship. Okay, great. But you're not gonna keep sucking on the teat almost. Exactly. Right. And like and to, to it, get famous on your own. Like you you got it. You got your foot in the door. Do it on your own now. It, it's it's you me, don't need my music anymore. To, but apparently, I mean, I it, it's got to be the company that goes. You know, we we would love to pay you this money. We, we have this picture doing this commercial to this song. But shouldn't it be the company that's actually trying to pay him? Look, you already got the talent. Right. Shouldn't she, shouldn't it be the company, NTF, whatever the fuck it is, <laughs> asking Stevie Nicks and Warner Brothers that, hey, we need to use a song. I don't think it's his job to do it. Nope. 
I mean, again, and maybe he maybe he approached it in the wrong way. Probably got some like lawyer, like uh, you know, Larry H. Parker, to be like, hey, hold it up, Stevie fucking Nicks for me, man, and fucking tell her I'll offer fifty percent. Listen, dog face, I got some advice for you. Ah, brother, I don't know if he talks like that, man. <laughs> dog face, you ever heard of P.T. Barnum? Barnum and Bailey. Yes, exactly. Oh yeah, man. You know, again, I don't know if that's how he talks. <laughs> he said two things. Yeah. He said, uh, there's a sucker born every f- every 15 seconds. And everybody, no, Andy Warhol said, everybody's got in this life 15 seconds of fame. You think it's 15? Fame you're, you're at 14 and a half, my friend. Let it go. Let it ride. Let it ride out, dude. Let it ride out. Right, out like, in the, right out like you did in that skateboard in exactly. the highway. Exactly. That's true. Do not try to make this more than what it is. It, it was an anomaly. You know, it was kind of like Chuck Berry trying to fucking, you know, he did the twist. Come on, baby. And then he tried to twist everything. Let's twist again like we did last summer. They re-released, they re-released the twist and it went back to number one. And that's all he did. You know, let's do the twist. Or it, okay, you're, you know, okay, I get it. You're, you're a one-trick pony. Let me twist the cameras in the fucking... Yeah, exactly. Let me twist your balls in the hopper. <laughs> and, and so it's done. It's It's over, you know? But you know what he has the audacity to say? He wants a statue right in front of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame while he's alive. Chuck, you know, Chubby Checker, let me tell you something. Yeah, I get it. The twist, yeah, but the twist is is right up there with, like, the Macarena. <laughs> and, you know... That, da- that one Asian guy yeah, doing the, Gangnam Style? Exactly. Gangnam Style, the, the fucking... They're all like these little dance crazes that kind of happen for a little bit. Bomba number five. Bomba number five. You know, it's like, okay, we get it. You know, the the hustle. <laughs> it's like we get it. The Harlem Shake. The Harlem Shake. It's like you know that kind of thing. Yeah. And and uh, the, uh or, or the Harlem Shuffle, which is another shuffle. And you know any type of shuffle dance. Yeah, exactly. And it goes by the wayside of, you know, in the dustbins of history. You did it. It's done. Move on. Moving on. All right, let's move on to the last topic we have here. It says, trade groups ask California theme parks to mitigate the effects of screaming on rides. So now, Mr. Lou, um, Disney, uh, Universal Studios, and Magic Mountain are planning to reopen as early as April. Mm-hmm. They likely have the st- they're likely going to have the steps to ensure they're allowed. They're basically going to ensure that no person screams while they're on the rides. Now. Mr. Lou, do you like roller coasters? I do. Do you scream? I go Or at least belch? Yeah, I'm like, I'm pretty loud. Yeah, sure. Now, how can you tell me? Uh, I'm not a big fan of roller coasters as much. But Why? I do. I just, I just never like them. Because you shit yourself, don't you? Probably. You fuck. But, no, but the thing is, I, I, I'll, I'll ride them. But this is my thing, though. Why? Um, how, how do you? How would you prevent from you fucking yelling? Or screaming on a roller coaster. Well, I don't see the point of why they need to stop screaming. I don't get it. I'm assuming because if you're screaming, you're spitting saliva. Saliva's going to hit the people. And that'll be the spread of coronavirus. Shouldn't you be fucking wearing your mask anyway? Well, if the fucking roller coaster is going as fast as it can, shouldn't the, aren't there, isn't that shit going to be coming right off the... Stop fucking with the mic, you piece of shit. Fuck off, mate. Isn't it going to just come off? Huh? Isn't like the mask gonna come off on the roller coaster, especially in Six Flags, Disney? I don't see anywhere in Disney where the mask is gonna come off. Do you? Like anywhere, in, like any ride in Disney? Do you see the mask coming right off? I don't see. 
I don't see anywhere in any Disney ride that Bass is going to come off. Nor Universal. Maybe not. Maybe Six... Oh, definitely Six Flags. But do you see anywhere else, like, where you need to be like, the mask is not going to fall off? Well, it's not even that. It's just the ridiculousness of saying, okay, we're going to put you on a roll because we can't scream. That's like saying, hey, come to our bo- come to our, restu- our restaurant. Don't eat. No, don't come to our restaurant. Stuff yourself. Hey, but don't take a shit because you might stay in the toilet. Hey, you can <laughs> stick your penis in me. Just don't come. Exactly. Hey, you can sit there and tickle my asshole. Just don't put it on my nose. <laughs> Wait a minute, was that anything you have to do with it? No, nothing, but it's, it's, it's an example, none the least. None the least, it's an example. Dude. Exactly. I, I totally, I, I think it's just fucking a ridiculous notion. Dude, you know? come on, really? It's like, hey, let's go to a concert. Okay, it's like when I went to go see John Fogarty, right? Yes. And the moment John Fogarty went on stage, I jumped up and went, yeah! Because guess what? I'm at a fucking concert! Maybe that's the next thing. And then the Yellow Jacket came up to me and said, hey man, why don't you sit down? Fuck you! I, exactly. Even even uh, Gary Merchant was like, "Excuse me, what? Well, yeah, you're bothering the people behind you." And I look behind me; they're all standing up, jumping up and down too. And I'm like, "Who am I bothering?" I go, there, and the, and the guy looks at me. You're being you're you're being disruptive. I'm like, going, "I'm at a rock concert. I'm not here to fucking watch the Catholic Choir. I'm here to fucking watch Joe Fogarty, one of the greatest fucking rock singers of all time. What are you fucking stupid?" What the- Fuck? Exactly. Did That's you what, fuck his wife? I don't know. I might have. He probably did, bro. <laughs> probably he fucked his wife. I didn't know recognized... it was his wife, though. Maybe he recognized me jumping out the window, but I don't remember. <laughs> he recognized the back of your fucking head. <laughs> he recognized the back of your head, bro. It's like, it's like you know, when I went to go see ACDC. You, know, you were at that concert. Yeah. Who was sitting? Well, you were because you were fucking drunk as hell. <laughs> I actually was drunk. <laughs> fuck. But I mean, if I could, I would have stood up. No, I did stand up. When they were playing Thunderstruck, I got up and you had Thunderstruck and I fell back down to my chair and knocked <laughs> you out. You were like, Thunderstruck! <laughs> Basically. Basically, I'm not gonna lie. You're, I'm not gonna lie. You're such a drunk, dude. Fuck you. Don't call me a drunk, bitch. Yeah, I won't call you a drunk. I'll call you an alcoholic, dude. Yeah, I'm cool with that. See, that's, that's less aggressive. Less, <laughs> less aggressive, bro. I'm not gonna that's, lie. That's not, that's not as bad as other shit, right? Yeah, I've been told far worse shit, dude. I'm good. You know what? Ben, how do you stop fucking people from fucking screaming? No. On a theme park, dude. Yeah, like I said, it's ridiculous. It's like saying, hey, come and eat our pizza, but don't use your hands. <laughs> Literally, right? That's, you know, like, right? Dude, just... I mean, I know they're trying to lift his restrictions. I know they're trying to keep us safe, and, and I'm all for it. But be realistic, for fuck's sake. I mean, sakes. look, people are screaming. They're not fucking spitting in the air. <laughs> they're screaming. You know, ah! That's then what put doing. some safeguards if you want that. Then. Oh, yeah, but then they, well, it's not even that. It's just the ridiculousness of it. Listen, look, you're screaming. You're not fucking spitting or or doing that shit. You're you're you know. And I think that's what they're. I think that's what they're assuming. Then you got people going, ah, like exactly. Ah, nobody's doing that. <laughs> Not that I know of. I hope, I hope we don't have listeners that do that. I don't think your mask would fall off, though. Where would it fall off? I mean, I, I would say Six Flags. When you, what's that one, Ryan, that goes up and then... Or not even the Tower of Terror, which is now the Galaxy of the Guardians of the Galaxy. That's a, that's a Disney line. Yeah, yeah, I can see that one. But not even... No, you would have to have a loose fucking mask. 
I, lo- I, I just don't see Well, it. it is Orange County, so you got a lot of dumb fucks who don't even want to wear a mask in Orange County because they're like, it's a, it's a hoax. It's a hoax. It's a fucking hoax, man. It's a China hoax. It's a Chinese hoax and shit. That's what the former you hear that that's fucking, what the president. The fucking vaccinations are going to stick a chip in you and shit. No, cunts. Gonna track you. Cunts. You're tracking you down. You were that's born. another character I hated. Her, her, Hank's her. wife. Well, yeah, because she's a cunt. Fucking with <laughs> that capital C. Yeah, she, she's a cunt, man. Yes, we're watching uh, watching Breaking Bad. Breaking I think we're Bad. in episode five or six. Yeah, something like that. But I mean, it's because she's just she's just so self righteous and a fucking bentiche. That and the fact that she's also a fucking uh, what was that condition where she just steals shit? Shop no. Uh, there's a condition to that. Didn't one Winona Ryder have it? I think so, but. It, it, it first became famous in the movie uh, Breakfast Club. Oh, yeah, yeah. The yeah. Ali Sheedy character likes to steal shit. Shit. Fucking hell name. I'm I know gonna, there's a name for it. It's fucking yeah. bug me, dude. Yeah. The only, you know what? The only character I like is uh, Jesse Pinkman and Hank. Hank Schrader. Hank Schrader's cool. Hank Schrader's a fucking brewmaster, he dude. He makes his own <laughs> beer, <laughs> dude. Anybody that makes their own beer in their garage and shit just has to be the coolest fuck around. Would you make your own beer if you had the opportunity? Huh? I said, would you make your own beer if you had the opportunity? Fuck yeah. Like, really? Yeah, why not? That's a, I feel like I admire the people that actually take their time in their own garage to make fucking beer. Like, I follow a, a dead malt anarchy, and he was showing a, a guy in the backyard, and he had a, two tables, and he was doing, he was showing the clips of the process of how this guy's brewing his own beer, and I go, fuck, that is, that is patient and dedication that I don't think I have. I love cooking. I hate baking. But I kind of equivalent to that kind of. It's almost like both. You got to know when to do yeah. everything. You got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them, yeah, know, know when, when to walk, walk away. away, know when to run. We got it, yeah, because if you do, everything's gonna blow up. So you exactly. got to know how to run. You know that's why you never count your money when you're sitting at the table. Yeah, and, and look, and you don't count your money in the studio because you got to random fuck with the fucking GoPro <laughs> walking in here, too, dude. That's what the fuck happens. <laughs> why, why are you jealous of the GoPro all of a sudden, dude? Yeah, because you're invasive in my privacy. You don't try to count my money and. You just fucking let everybody know I count money. Well, there'll be studio. time enough to ca- to count them, dude. When the GoPro is done, people gonna know I count money, dude. <laughs> people gonna know this podcast is worth money now. <laughs> I can't be asking people to help. Yeah, we're help. Gonna... Yeah, but what are you gonna do? Wait, hey, what are you gonna do? Wait, is it is he gonna fucking get him a hooker? Oh no, that's where no, he that's where he's, the yeah, where he shows him why uh, bad to do weed. Ex- no, where, where he shows him the the. The prostitute that does a lot of cracking while her teeth are all fucked up. Commissioner Lou? Yes, sir. I would say this. Can I, uh, when we didn't have one complaint, though, from the fans. What was the complaint? We haven't played our go-to sign-off song. The last couple of... Uh... Episodes have been like, not all... It hasn't been the... <laughs> hasn't been the fucking, you know... Well... Closing. Closing time, bro. Well, tonight... You're not going to go... You're going to go a third week without closing time? No, we got to give him closing time. Got was... to, bro. You got fans telling me, what the fuck happened to closing time, dude? <laughs> that was always their, like, go-to song, dude. They, they all start cheering at that point, huh? See, because I was, I was originally going to go with this. Uh-huh. Which is the great John Lennon. Because he was great. Let's play that a little bit, and then we'll play that. And this goes to all the Irish fans we have. Yes. Um, shit. Tappy St. Patches, they did. Yes. Which is one of my favorite holidays? Yeah, it's one of my favorite holidays. Yeah, too. Gives you a reason to drink. It is. 
I used oh, to I, celebrate you know, my birthday on on St. Patrick's Day, although my birthday's in February. You know, I heard a I heard a a pod, uh, was a podcaster or someone on Instagram going that he doesn't like whiskey. He's an what? Irish guy. Doesn't he likes uh, Hennessy? Yeah, I know, I know. You don't like folks. Yeah, because I, I don't do whiskeys. So I like Henny. I like Henny, and they're very. You mentioned another one, but he doesn't like whiskey. He's like one of you. He, he goes. He thinks he's one of the rare. Irishman that doesn't like whiskey. See, I'm kind of like what I say about I go one of the few brown people you'll like you'll meet in your life that doesn't like spice. I don't like chili and all that other stuff in my food. The I don't fuck fucking do it. Wrong no, with you, I dude. don't fucking like it. You know, I don't like it. Fuck's wrong okay, with you. Okay, we we got to Yoko. That's enough for me. Yeah, get it, Yoko's out. Get the fuck out. Play <laughs> close time, bro. Let's, are we let's, are we ready for closing time? Let's close it up. Let's plug are we, her. Are we ready for closing time? Let's plug her shameless shit. Shameless shit. <laughs> <laughs> Plugger shameless shit right now, dude. Um, again, the response to my record has been yes, it has more than than I could have thought. So I mean, I have over, I think I have like something like two thousand listeners now, official listeners worldwide, which is nuts. Uh, so thank you guys again for supporting my record. I, again, I thank uh, I thank this show in particular for fucking putting it out there. Thank you in particular for pushing me to do it as, lo- as well as Gary, who always told me just fucking do it already, just do it. So I did it. I'm glad I did it. I'm happy I did it. Thank you, guys. Keep listening. Bye. Please make me a millionaire so I can go away from this place. <laughs> Fuck off. Don't make me a millionaire. Either way, I get I get 70% of his shit. Uh, there you go. But uh, but no, I mean, there's been a couple of guys in particular. I mean, oh, the the old Cupid podcast. Uh, my Our friend Edgar. Yes. Who, you know, he's he's been fucking incredible. Um, so, yeah, thank you, guys. I appreciate it. And um, here we go. You guys are all going to get your wish. Because it really is kind of our signature. It's always been a go-to. We had two weeks without it. Yeah, it's kind of our signature. Even I felt kind of weird when I was editing. I'm like, dude, we didn't do closing time. That's actually been our song. It's it's, it's our song. It's, you it's, you actually made it a, a staple of this show. Like, no matter what, it's been I a staple. I think Semisonic should pay us. <laughs> Seriously, dude. Semisonic, they need... Dude, pay us, dude. Exactly. I bet you people download that song because of us. Exactly. Everybody's <laughs> like, hey, that is... I bet you people even in Irish have forgotten about in Ireland have forgotten about that. So I'm like, we need to download that fucking song, man. Yeah, the fucking ramblings. <laughs> the ramblings are the greatest. See, that's the only time you can say ramblings when they're they, you know, the fucking ramblings. <laughs> the ramblings are the greatest. You like, know, oh, the fucking alcoholics. Fuck the ramblings. <laughs> oh, those guys can come here any time of the day. <laughs> fucking drink a pint with us. <laughs> but yes, but again, thank you guys. The album's called Road. Please keep uh, listening to it, downloading it. I've appreciated the comments that I've gotten from it. So there you go, and don't you. forget to subscribe, comment, like, and share the Ram Alcoholics podcast. Follow us on IG. Below the description of this episode is all the links you guys can find us on. Don't forget to go to Linktree. Don't forget to go to Teesprings to get our free to get our free merch. To get our merch, we're not free. Fuck it. <laughs> to get our merch. Now, uh, at the beginning of this fucking uh, POR, they're gonna see that it wasn't free. I know. For shit. <laughs> you can edit that part out. Look uh, below the link. All the all the places you guys can find us on. We got the rambling hats, which are sold out, but we got something coming for you guys. Don't worry about that. We'll be announcing that in a couple weeks. Um, again, Mr. Lou's album. Don't forget to go to the Rambling Network, where we have a good amount of shows. Mr. Lou's music and movie reviews, J and B Ray Boxy Podcast, Geek In and Geek Out, Boom Boom Room Storytime Podcast, Lady Instincts, and we also have on YouTube Two Utes Ramble Pregame and the POR. New, the new Lady Instincts. Oh, yeah, the new Lady Instincts, hosted by my wife, Miss Kitty. All right. And go to YouTube, get POR, Point of Ramble, Ramble pregames every out every Thursday night, and two youths once a month. <laughs> Enjoy yourselves, drink responsibly, because in this show, we don't. We don't. 
And uh, and we'll give a shit. We'll go fuck. We'll give a shit. We'll go fuck. And hopefully Escalante comes back to the show. Yeah, there we go. All right. Thank you, guys. Let's take me home. just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. This is all I got. This is all I got.